0: Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for you. Thank you for sticking with us through everything as we launch this podcast and are going through 2021 with y'all, giving you the unfiltered goodness of our pods every year. Thank y'all for listening to us and sharing the podcast with your friends and family. We're going to stay funny and entertaining for your needs through the year and keep getting better till we're at the top. Used to the family of listeners growing in 2021, used to the great collaborations, used to the greater guests. And without further ado, welcome to Down Bad Podcast. Got a very special guest today. What's up, Devon? It's popping, guys. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. I'm blessed. How are you guys? Pleasure to be on the Down Bad podcast. Uh, Trey hopped on my podcast up back when the whole George Floyd crisis was occurring. We chapped up, um BLM, all of that stuff, racial injustice, affirmative action, and all of that stuff is obviously uh, still important today. So we're going to talk about some of that later. And I'm excited to be here, man. I'm excited. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yo, yo! We're glad to have you. Glad to have you. Sure. A lot of IQ in the room today. You out here sure. carrying our R scores just by being here. <laughs> so,
1: you not know. fam. No, I think we're gonna talk about this later too. I think my R scores. For real. Yeah, I think. So.
0: Man, man, we're talking it's about. We ranking. don't talk about it's grinding, ranking, so, but my
1: grades know. are down.
0: Damn. Yeah, man. Yo, yeah, yo. yeah.
1: That's what it
0: is, man. Man, man, you're supposed to be the example it out here, man. You gotta bring us. that shit back up. <laughs>
1: No, 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 I, th- I think, I think, I think I'm still an example. I think I'm still doing well. But the reason, like, the reason I'm an example is because I'm pissed at myself when my grades go down two and a half percent.
0: So. Okay, okay, okay. I hear you. I hear you. Nah, he's like, yo, my lows are still too high for y'all. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. He's on his Aaron Rodgers shit, Loki. For real, for real. He really said Aaron his Rogers down years were high, were career highs. Let's go.
2: Killing it.
1: Killing mm. it.
0: That's, that's what's up. That's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. But, yo, look, we might not be the the smartest school smarts, but yeah. sports knowledge, we got you. We got oh, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what we really trying to hear right now. That's what we trying to hear about. Yeah, you better, man. We, we for sure, real, man. for real. Yeah, man, that's like, I, I saw your, your playoff bracket, and I was like, yo, now nah, we got to talk about this now. <laughs> we got to talk about this.
1: Hold on, ain't nobody okay, tell me about My it AF- that. my AFC that. bracket on um, maybe can you send it to JJ? Or do you want me to just read through it? Yeah, I just saying, my just AFC it, bracket. Read it. Pretty read it. Good. Read just, it read just read it. it, bro. Okay, yo. So first round obviously you got the Chiefs, they gotta buy because we have this new one to seven seating 100%. thing that we got here. Bills and Colts, two seven. I think that's um I think that's pretty straightforward. I think the Bills they've been blowing out really good defenses. Miami last week. Miami was playing for a playoff spot. That was division though.
3: That's a division though
1: I know I know It's a division game As well Not only are they red hot That's
3: why I would give them the They're benefit.
1: strong yeah. Offense Josh Allen is Playing really well They have a astute defense Buffalo
0: Easy so win against feel, the Colts You feel like think, it's not going to be worth betting I think that's on a Phillip pretty pick Titans Ravens yeah. Come on You're not I'm looking for an upset For real yeah, of course. Of course, when you're
1: betting, you're looking for upset. So, I mean, I don't know. This isn't the one I'd pick an upset for. I would – I'd pick Seahawks Rams for I upset. Know. And I know I'm picking Seattle to win the entire thing. I know I'm picking <laughs> them to win the entire thing. But Seattle, see, their highs are very high. Because you've mm. seen them play very well on offense the first half of the season, very well on defense the second half of the season. They just haven't gotten it together and worked it out that way. But mm. that's why I say if both of those sides of the ball, because obviously they're independent, to some extent. Mm -hmm. If both of those sides of the ball can work together, I think their ceiling is higher than any team in the league. But their floor, not necessarily, which is why the Rams, Aaron Donald, and the rest, I know they have a backup quarterback playing this week. I think the Rams could take them out if they're not on top of their game.
3: You see, I like that. I like that answer. I love it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why, you're a Rams fan?
3: Yes, sir. Represent
1: my boy, John Wilford. (laughs) In sec five? I picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl. I went to Sports Experts. I got a Todd Gurley jersey. and Nobody talks about Todd Gurley anymore. He, I mean, he had to deal with injuries it's and whatnot, awful. and he fell off the face of the earth. It's sad. <laughs> sad.
4: It's That's sad. Awful. But
1: I went to Sports Experts. I caught my ass a Todd Gurley jersey and wore it to school. And we know how that Super Bowl went. It did not go well. Yeah.
0: Oh, Never you know invested in a running back. Defense? Never. Never. Yeah. 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 No. What about no. Derrick Henry? Would you invest in him? For who? Derrick Henry. No, 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 no. Really? Derrick Henry, okay, I have this theory that Derrick, Derrick Henry is going to – I'm not going to say fall off a cliff because I'm not Max Kellerman, but he's going to fall in a ravine because, like, there's this thing in the NFL where, like, if you hit back-to-back seasons with 300 carries, you're falling off on your third. You're going to fall off in your third. It's just sim- – it's simply what happens in the NFL. You look at Zeke. You look at uh, DeMarco Murray. Before that, you look at – I mean, it hasn't happened to McCaffrey yet, but he was injured the whole season, this season. We don't know how how he's going to come back. Like, when you hit 300 carries or when you hit a lot of, like, all-purpose yards, your body stops. Like, Le'Veon Bell, same thing. Le'Veon Bell can't run the same anymore. So I feel like people see Derrick Henry and go like, oh, nah, that's not going to happen to him. But people forget, first of all, he's built top-heavy. He's very top-heavy. Mm-hmm. The way he's built, you look at his legs, they're like, okay, now nah, it's not supposed to work, but it works. Then, he's playing running yeah, back.
1: Oh. Like, yeah, but the thing with Derrick Henry is that this guy will be... The, the thing that's so special about him is that on his, let's say, in a game, I don't know, 15th to 10th carry, he's the exact same back as he was the first carry. That's something to say about his resilience. I mean,
4: mm. he was
1: the top running back or one of the top running backs in high school. He won the Heisman. Mm. I mean, this guy has physical no. advantages over even yeah. other running backs. No, so I don't know if we to... should look at him in the same light. But it is fair. It is fair.
0: I just know
3: he's never winning a ring though, that's for sure.
0: No, nah, to me to me okay, like yeah. the guy has it. He got it, he got it. But like he has so much mileage on his body that you're just like, uh like at some point, it's a uh, risky bet to take, you know. Yeah. It's it's kind of a risky right, bet to right. take, at least to me. So.
3: That one injury. We be taking in that right? Sure, He's sure.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm with you, JJ. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, I I think I think I think it's still going to be ra- I think it's I think it's going to tie ends again. I think it's just going to keep the same like, I guess, storyline that, like, they can't beat the Titans and shit. I mean, they couldn't do it in a regular season. They couldn't do it last year. I mean, I think it's going to repeat again.
1: If Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson top doesn't form, win a no. playoff game. No, but they're playing hmm. hot. They're playing hot. They have, what, 38 yeah, points per game for the past, like, five, six games? Who have they been? Who have they been? Hot. But who have they been
3: that you could be like, oh, okay, you know what? That makes them contenders. They couldn't beat the Steelers. Yeah, they almost did, but. That no. was early in the season. They, yes, they beat the that Browns, but the, the Browns are Hooters,
4: I was at Hooters. Are... <laughs> yeah, but Sounds the like Browns—they okay. beat the I mean,
1: Browns. So
3: I don't, sure. I'm not taking the Browns. I'm not taking it's the that, Browns
1: that's either. That's a viable but... win. Hmm. The, don't sleep on. I mean, it's on due, on the I'm not now, saying it's not. No
3: coach. I'm, I'm not saying it's not happening. I'm just saying I don't see it. I don't see the Ravens doing it. The Browns are definitely not doing it either. I mean, yeah, they made their first playoff birth. In, like, 20 years, that's cool, but no. No, I mean. Like, Steelers are going to have to turn. Like, there's no way. I don't see the upset. If there's an upset, there's got to be something wrong. They're not. Oh, yeah. I got not, you. Yeah. The Steelers are not making it past. I don't think they're going. I don't know if they're going to be in the AFC Championship. Um, If they do, I mean, that's going to be cool for them. But, like, I mean, Bill Steelers. It's gonna be it's gonna be Bills again. I'm sorry. So I say AFC championship definitely gonna be Chiefs Bills
1: to me. Hey yo. I'm a Steelers fan. You're talking to a Steelers fan right here. But I agree with you. I mean, just just so much I mean the Browns it's chaos. I mean that franchise is chaos. That right, franchise right, right, has right. been chaos for twenty years. I think in the face of conflict there's just gonna be even more chaos. But I think I think the Steelers
0: Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, absolutely.
1: does will take care of them, but Buffalo, as like I thought, I don't think I don't think Pittsburgh's stopping them. I think our ceiling.
4: Right. and We're
1: going to talk about hoops later, and just like the Seventy ers which is my team in basketball, I think the ceiling is conference championship right. or conference finals, whatever. I think we could reach the conference championship, oh, 100%. but I wouldn't bet on it. I'm 100%. taking Buffalo in that game. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just the but
3: fact that like y'all I'm went eleven and five. A no, 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 I went eleven, 11 in- and. To win it all,
1: eleven and zero, and then now we're twelve and four. <laughs> I'm not picking no, 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 I'm not picking. I'm not picking Pittsburgh to win it all. I can't see it. That's not a complete team. Their defense, right. their defensive right. line, everything—it's just ridden with injuries. I will not take them. Yeah. Even early in the season, I don't know if I take yeah, them right. to beat a yeah. Kansas City or even to take a Buffalo the way they're playing now. I was very. I picked Kansas City to make it to the Super Bowl against Seattle. I'm tempted to take Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo is looking nice. I just need to see Josh Allen in the playoffs because yeah. he's not proven like Mahomes. Me
0: too. Me too. My problem with yeah, my problem with Buffalo yeah. is that they're very like unidimensional. Like we know that Stephon Diggs is a baller in the playoffs, but you look at the depth who they got. They like their running backs. the running backs like what? Devin Singletary and yeah, Wells. Zach Moss. I can think Zach that's Moss. it. Then they got who like Cole Beasley, Zay Jones. They don't have a true wide receiver too. Like their running game is based on I don't know, is Josh Allen the scramble. I mean, you know, I don't know. Can
1: you yeah. can you bet on exactly? But you you can't bet on a quarterback because I don't think Josh Allen. Correct me if I'm wrong. He didn't play that well in the playoffs these past few years when he was in a wild card spot. No, I mean Josh Allen. No, wasn't crazy. He's not like Lamar Jackson. Where his where his entire game is predicated on scrambling and running and all of that he's not exactly like, even like a jalen hurts you don't know josh allen is he, he can run but you can't bet on him to run that's you can, the thing you can, you can neutralize that if the defense is optimized for that
0: no like yeah. that's the to me to me the guy makes me think of like big ben You're like right. he can scramble but like he, that's not what he bases his game on he's a big he's a big play vertical passing type qb like he's not He's not the guy who's going to threaten you with his rushing. It's just that like he can run. So, to me, it's going to be exactly. really that's hard thing. for him.
1: And that's the reason I'm not picking Pittsburgh. One of the reasons, because you, you liken Josh Allen to Big Ben. Well, Big Ben is then you're 20 years older than this man. And mm. you see, he barely throws big play throws. Once every two, three games, the mm. man's old. The man's tired. He's not in shape. If you watch Colin Cowherd and a and all of these guys, I mean, you know that he's not like a Tom Brady or a Russell Wilton where he takes care of his body and he sees an excellent shape. He's one of those guys that chugs beers and does whatever on the off season while yeah. other guys who are aging are taking care of their bodies. So I don't trust Pittsburgh in a deep playoff round as much as you know, it hurts well, me to
0: what I would counter what I would counter to that is that the Steelers have a better team around him. Like the That'd Steelers are loaded with weapons. They're on defense. Don't even get me started on the defense. Like, yeah, yeah but Dupree's sure, injured, but for the sure. defense is loaded. TJ Watt can easily compensate for that. 100%. Like, I look at it, I'm like, nah, bro. It's a better team than the Bills, objectively. You know, objectively, it's a better team than the Bills. Mm. But I mean, nah, you can't. You can't know, really man. compare who they got. They got what? Trey White. Trey White versus TJ Watt for like who you're putting your.
3: Yeah, they're your better coach, but doing like that. the secondary is way better. Bill's secondary
0: is Bill secondary is better. It's better, it's better, but the linebacking core, I mean Pittsburgh. The linebacking it, core, you can't fuck. No, with of, course them. You can't fuck with the of course not. with the Of course not. But then you got the you offense. I'm
3: taking, I'm taking. I'm taking a Bill. I'm taking a Bills offense any day of week. I mean James Conner is not any a top day. five uh, running back. Not a top, mm. barely a top ten. No disrespect, I don't but like know yo, you and the 10. receivers. And the receivers, <laughs> yeah, the receivers are Juju's good receivers. There, yeah, there's no true number one. I mean Juju is not a true number one. I'm sorry. And quarterback, yeah, yeah, he's good, but, like, he's aging. And O-line, yeah, O-line, okay, I'm going to give it O like, – O-line is, is, is top tier. But Bills, I mean, young quarterback, great skill set, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley's a great slot receiver. Let's not hate. Uh, I don't know who else they have, but, like.
1: That looks like a complete team to me. And last year, I, I don't think their defenses were made attacked, but last year they had one of the top defenses in the league. Their issue was offense last year. And now they come back with most of the parts, if not all of them, of that defense on top of a way, way revamped offense. Buffalo is dangerous, man. Buffalo is dangerous. And I know we have uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, but Stephon Diggs, I mean, this dude's been balling. It's, unless you're like Deion Sanders or something. Good de- mm. It's the same thing in basketball. Good offense mm. is usually going to overtake good defense. Now, defense right. check. It's more... Sustainable. It's more, more of an equilibrium there. Hundred percent. But I don't know, man. I I would take
0: Buffalo. Right. I would take Buffalo. What about that? What about playoff experience? How about like? How do you think that's gonna fare into the the decision too? Because Pittsburgh has that experience. In terms of Buffalo, they Pittsburgh. really do. They ain't win shit though. You see,
1: apart from oh him, yeah, man. I know Mike Tom. Of course, Mike Tomlin does. Of course, Big Ben does. But. Yeah. These rece- Chase Claypool is a rookie. I mean, the defense, yes, also playoff experience. But remember, it's a one-game basis. So, of course, playoff experience plays a factor. But, I mean, yeah. Buffalo has obviously nowhere near as much. But they have yeah. playoff experience. I mean, they've yep. been in the playoffs in recent years. Yeah. It's not like this is yeah. some team that was like 4-12 and 12 last year. I mean, it was good.
4: 100%. <laughs> okay.
1: But I think I think okay. we're mostly on the same terms, except for maybe Baltimore, Tennessee, and the AFC. But the NFC is where you can really make picks. So like, you tricky. can take either side of the equation. It's, it's way trickier. Right. But who do you got coming out of the NFC, both you guys?
0: You go I got to go with Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. I got to go with him. You know what? I'm I, a counter that It's a conservative choice, but, like, I'm okay. a counter I'm you? I'm a fan of the Pat McAfee show. I got to go with him. What do you mean? I'm
3: saying no because the MVP never goes to never wins a Super Bowl or wins a Super Bowl.
0: It's one of those true, true. But he can get that's there. That's the only reason. Yeah, there. he
3: could get there, but I think the NFL is gonna give Drew Brees his ring before he leaves. I think that's how it's gonna go. I wanted to go Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, but I don't know. I think I had a mind switch, and I think they had they're gonna give it to Brees. I think it's gonna have been to saying go to that Brees. for three years though.
0: I don't want it's it. Been three, that's true. Nah. But
3: that's his last season. Look what happened with Payne Manning. Huh? Did he,
0: nah, you want to talk about sure that? But that's the thing, right? He Okay, but he re-signed for two years. So if he's trying to run it back, yeah. he can run it back too. He might not be as good, but he can. And the thing with him is that, like, nah, bro. Like, I just don't think it's meant to be. Every year, they're like, oh, we're the best coming in. We have the best team. And they don't do shit. Yo, they got beat by Stefan Diggs. And this having year, the Vikings in the playoffs. With Kamara having his
3: hey, best here. But what I'm scared
1: about... Arguably their
3: to... best defense. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Okay, yo.
1: Bro. I think the Saints are going to take care of the Bears. Because the Bears, I don't know how they got in. I wish Arizona got in. We could see Kyler Murray in the playoffs. But, yo. Drew Brees, keep in mind. This guy had multiple broken ribs. And this guy came back to play. Right. I mean, that shows heart. That shows leadership, whatever. And Trey said he's going to lose the locker room back in the summer when Drew Brees made that dumb fucking statement. About everything that was happening, but I mean, I guess he managed to win over the locker room. But the, the point being, I mean, Khalil Mack that Bears pass rush, I think they'll take care of the bit. I think the Saints will take care of the Bears, but I don't think these guys are going to come out fully healthy, ready to take care of. They're not
0: beating uh, the Packers.
1: Exactly. No, I don't think they're beating the Packers. But just because Drew Brees is going to be broken up,
0: for real, I
1: mean, that scares me, man. Like if I'm a Saints fan. I think I'm going to win against the Bears, but do I think I'm going to win against the Bears and then go next week and play one any one of these teams and then win? I mean, Washington, if they happen to beat the Buccaneers, they got Chase Young. They, they're they going to attack Drew Brees. Seahawks are not bad. I don't I don't think it's happening for the Saints this year, Matt. As much as JJ, I know everybody wants to see Drew Brees do well. I don't see it happening. I see Green Bay, Tampa Bay. Seattle, any of these teams going to the Super Bowl before Because to me, it's, it's just
3: the fact that like, to me, it's just the fact that like, yeah, Green Bay is Green Bay. And the Saints, they I mean, the Buccaneers too. Their window, their windows are fucking, fucking, cl- like they're about to close. Like Brady got a year left. I'm sorry, Brady got a year left. As much as you can say, ah, uh, whatever, he's gonna play till he's
0: fifty. <laughs>
3: he got a year left. Yeah, the receivers are good. The, yeah, you could probably put another great quarterback in that offense and do some. Nothing.
0: Man, don't talk shit. He's it's, don't talk shit on a man who going him put be hard. forty. He put forty titties on the league, bro. Careful.
3: Oh no no, no, no. He's going. He's going. No, he's going to be good. I'm just saying. But, I mean the Packers. I mean, look, if they don't win it this year, I mean, I don't know what to say. And the Saints, I mean, shit. Can they do that with Jamie's I don't know. Or, still-
1: or uh, Taysom. Taysom Hill. I don't
4: know.
1: I don't know because the league figured out Taysom Hill after two, three games. I think they could have put Jameis in a little bit. I think they could have let him play because I know he throws a lot of picks, but the man throws a lot of touchdowns. You know, Sean Payton is an offensive wizard. I mean, I'm pretty sure he can make something work with Jameis, but taste them. I mean, you can do a lot with him as well, but I don't know. I don't like New Orleans.
0: I like Seattle. Both sides of the ball can play. Yeah. Sure. No, to me, to me, it's not going to work. If you play Jameis in the playoffs, you're not winning. It's not hot. If you, if you have to get to Jameis, it's, it's game over. It's not going it's not going to happen no, not to in the me.
4: No. Nah.
0: Nah, to me it's it's got to be the Packers or the or the Bucks. It's really got to be the two of them because I look I look at Tom Brady, they're just clicking. They are literally just clicking one week before the playoffs. Tom Brady's been playing like MVP level and the play season. trash teams. though. He's bro. walking that's in not, with the most not, hype. He's walking in with They played the Lions, man.
3: The Lions and Atlanta Falcons. Come on now, don't don't di- no, come on, man.
0: Nah, Talking about clicking, everybody clicks nah, against nah, those nah. teams. Bro, yo, Antonio Brown went off for like a create like a vintage game like um last week. Like no, he's there. Yeah, that was on purpose because he was getting off, that signing They're Gonna come in hot. Like they're gonna come in hot. give a shout out to online.
1: Antonio Brown for keeping his mouth shut for more than a month. For real.
0: Oh yeah, I'm with you. I'm
1: with you. I think Tampa is dangerous. Antonio <laughs> no, Brown has. He's I been see quiet. Them, I see them he's coming been playing out if it's not ball and keeping his mouth shut. Yeah, no, for real. I, I can see. For I real. think you guys are sleeping That's on Seattle. I get the risks. I get the risk of picking Seattle, but the Seahawks are
0: dangerous, man. I mean, no, they got it. They got guys, guys, like they, they have can, so many weapons, and everyone is in line. Everyone's in line. You're talking That's Tampa or
1: Seattle? You're talking Tampa, yeah. I oh, yeah.
3: Seattle, I think. Oh, no, Tampa. Oh, yeah, no. that's well, true.
1: Well, Seattle's not together on the offensive end. These guys haven't been putting up any points, and this is something we see with Russell Wilson. He usually kind of fades towards game week 10, week 11 of the season. Like, he usually starts really hot, and then he kind of fades away. But Seattle's dangerous, man. Seattle's dangerous. I'm picking them to beat anybody in the NFC if they can get their shit together. So it's a risky bet. So I don't think they can be yeah. stopped. But, yo, Tampa? Tampa's dangerous as well. I'm with with both of you guys on that. They got weapons, and they got, obviously, Tom Brady, and that guy, it's hard to take him out of the playoffs. It's just Solid defense, too. Just to me me that, I feel
3: like... Yeah, go ahead. No, it's just to me that, like, I feel like it it might be... I don't know if I'm ready to stress Seattle because I don't know if they're going to get past my team. I don't think they're going to get past the Rams. If they do, then sure, because, like, when you face the best defense in the league, Yeah. Like when you could blow him out or you could you could clearly because like the only reason why we really didn't win that game like two weeks ago was because Jared Goff gets injured and he plays retarded. I mean, what do we expect? Right. I mean, we're not going to win a football game if your offense is not there, especially with a fucking offense like Seattle. I mean, come on out like we're not going to win a football game. But if everything connects, then we could have easily won that game like we did last time we played them. And it's just like, yeah, we know them. It's a division game. That's why I'm like, okay, this is a winnable game because it's like, if they don't get past us or if they barely get past us, are they going to get past the Saints? Mm. Are they going to get past the Packers? I don't know about that. Mm. Or the Bucks. They play the Bucks this year.
1: The thing is, the thing is with the Rams. And obviously, I know they don't wear golf right now. But yo, I'm deep. And excellent secondary. They got Jalen Ramsey. They got right. Thugs on that defensive end. They got guys with talent. They got guys with experience. They got guys with skill. But how do you contain a guy like DK Metcalf? Because remember, he's not right. just a regular. He's not like right. a mm. like a. But he's not like a Michael Thomas where he's just very skilled. But I know he's I more don't. of a route runner, and Jalen Ramsey can kind of contain that. DK Metcalf is a physical anomaly. I don't know how Jalen Ramsey. I mean, I think he can do a better job than almost any other corner that can take him. But can Jalen Ramsey take care of a guy like DK Metcalf, um, big, tall, fast, strong, and has skill? Yeah. DK Metcalf is a dangerous weapon. I think yeah, yeah, he's the X yeah. factor for the Seahawks. If they can use it properly, that's dangerous.
0: I don't see it. Yeah, but 100%. If
1: the Seahawks, I mean, in, fair, in fairness to picking against the Seahawks I mean they're going against some nasty secondaries if they happen to beat the, I mean, the Rams have a nasty secondary New Orleans has a nasty mm. secondary I mean mm. in the NFC's got some strong back ends over there so oh yeah. if there's any team that's suited to beat those it would be the Seahawks because they have DK Metcalf who's just a matchup nightmare even for the top quarter in the league that's oh, the way sure. I look
0: at it for sure I respect that. I respect that. I just think that DK, first of all, it, that's gonna be his first time. Um, that's gonna be his second season in the playoffs. But he didn't play much last year. And mm-hmm. like, nah, I don't look. Y'all, y'all need to, y'all need to hop off that train because he's good. But he's not the best receiver in the league. He's not the best. Receiver oh the no, no, I don't. Easy he is he top five? Is he top five? Even I would debatable. Argue. Debatable. debatable. I I'll think, think that's very I don't think he's. I don't think
1: he's the best receiver in the league, and I think it's also debatable to say whether he's top five or not. But he is a matchup nightmare. You can't really prepare for him the way you prepare for any other guy. It's like in the NBA. You can prepare like, like two thousand. You can prepare for any center. You can prepare. You can prepare for Hakeem Olajuwon. You can prepare for David Robinson. But when you pre- when you're preparing for someone like Shaq, and that's just yeah. such a physical nightmare. You have to prepare differently. It's not a skill thing. It's a mm-hmm. physical thing. I hear that's you. That's why I think Seattle could be dangerous. The I hear you, it. but
0: how's he going to route run past Jalen Ramsey? That's the thing, though. If it was another corner, I'll give it to you. Like, the, the two corners that I'm like, I even don't see. P- even it it would be Stephon Gilmore and Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey will not let you walk over him. He's not going to allow that. It's not going to happen. Like, even he Peterson prides long himself long. in being a shutdown man to man guy. He's going to take you along the field. He's yeah. going to be like, nah, it's not happening. Oh, yeah. It's just not happening with me. You might catch a slant, but you're not catching a deep one.
1: No, well, I, oh. I
3: got you. I got you. And the you. last two, I the think. last two matchups, he did lock him up both times. We yeah. don't want to talk about that, but like he was held under. I don't even know. And last week, guess what he did to DeAndre Hopkins? Fucking mm-hmm. what? One catch?
1: And he was targeted yeah. too. Yeah, no, no. I think I think there's a very strong case. To say jalen ramsey's the best corner in the league i mean i think most people are arguing that but and mm-hmm. I, I, but if there's anybody who can capitalize if there's anybody yeah it's dk just because of the physical advantage i don't it's not like i'll get what you mean. Ramsey's I get not gonna what you hold mean. that man to lower than his standards. jalen mm-hmm. ramsey's gonna if he's playing right he's gonna hold anybody to lower than their regular standards but dk less so than someone like deandre hopkins who's incredibly incredibly skilled and obviously has way above average athleticism but isn't the DK, it is a DK who's just a physical nightmare but I, I got you I get what you're saying
3: DK don't have hands though that's the thing he don't have hands like that we don't want to like, we don't want to talk about that he don't have hands like that yeah he big yeah he why- fast
4: but
1: but that's why we don't say he's a top 5 receiver that's the only reason why we're not saying he's Calvin Johnson <laughs> that's why we, but that's, that's why we're not saying that for real that. Because we know DK is not the best receiver in the league. He's just a matchup nightmare.
0: Oh, yeah. For real, for real. To me, it's going to be – I'm going to say this. To me, it's going to depend on what the rest of the team does. Because if they lock up DK, like people forget Tyler Lockett, the case (laughs) can be made he's a top-ten receiver in the league too. Like he's that good. He is the truth. And people forget like it's easier for DK to play when you got that type of a baller on the other side. When you got, you know, they got Chris Carson. I, if I think he's coming back, I think Chris Carson's gonna come back for the playoffs too. So like, you know, it's yeah. gonna be, it's gonna be to see like what the rest of the team does around that. Like DK is not gonna have to carry like that. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure.
1: But what about Whitboy? What about Jamal Adams? I mean, I know he's having a down year. I know he's been injured for most of the year. I know he got traded from the Jets. But again, that's a hyper talented player, and I believe. In talent, if a talent, I believe in talent, especially in the playoffs. Provided that they're not douchebags, like a guy like Jamal mm-hmm. Adams. Jamal Adams, that's Why not King. The... And Let's unlike see. most safeties, he can hurt you on so the front gonna... end. He can
0: come inside yeah. you. Yeah. Let's see. I, I mean, I don't see...
1: think you really need him against the Rams. I mean, the Rams don't have their quarterback.
0: I want to see. I want to see what he does in coverage when when they're playing the Bucks or a team like that that's what I want to see because everybody knows yeah. he's good in run support everybody knows he's a good rusher like if you need a blitz you know you're calling Jamal Adams but in those playoffs you try to Blitz against Tom Brady it's not gonna end well for you it is not gonna end well for you so I'm trying to see him in deep coverage playing against a B um if Mike Evans comes back playing playing with Mike Evans having those mismatches with Gronk on him that's when I want to see like I want to see him beat Earl Thomas not Jamal Adams you know
1: He's
3: I not that coverage guy, you. so he's gonna get exposed, though. He's not that coverage guy type. You of you think guy. he's
1: gonna? You he's think he's exposed. gonna get exposed by a guy like Michael Thomas if Seattle wins against the um, Rams? I don't think he's yeah, gonna play Michael Thomas. He's not though. gonna That's cover the thing.
0: either way. So they they, they they won't. They won't. They'll he's just they'll leave it. Michael Thomas to the linebackers yeah, because yeah. yeah. they'll be like, nah. As long as we don't give up deep, we're good. <laughs> That's probably gonna be their strategy. But when it comes to big play teams... Oh, that's
3: the first time you, nah, you give respect to Michael Thomas.
0: I'm not. I'm saying that he can't get past <laughs> 10 yards. What you mean? <laughs> okay, okay. Sure. Sure, sure. <laughs> no, nah, for real. No, nah, yeah, for real. We'll I, see, I feel we'll like it's going to be got very got interesting. Like, I, I can genuinely say I think the Chiefs are winning this, but there's like too many good teams this year. There's too many, like, storylines where I'm like, nah, I see it. I see Aaron Rodgers being like, you know, y'all drafted a quarterback in the first round to replace me when we could have had Justin Jefferson, when we could have had a bunch of these young studs just balling out like LaVisca Cheneau, all that. And, like, bear in mind, they still haven't given him another wide receiver. He's playing with MVS as a second receiver right now. MVS is okay, not a second receiver. He's not right. He's not a wide receiver too. So you look at it, and I'm just like, nah. I could, I could dead ass see Aaron Rodgers being like, no, nah, fuck this. We're winning. I don't care. We're like, you know, right. doing some. We're gonna run the tables, shit. Once again, I can see that. I think.
1: I can see it.
0: But then the reason people, I mean, that's a reason also
1: not to pick Green Bay. Because they don't have a second receiver and there's some holes there, just a testament to how great Aaron Rodgers is. That he managed, I mean, yes, they have Devontae mm-hmm. Adams, yes they have a solid defense, but mm-hmm. the fact that they carried this, he carried this team this far, that's a testament mm-hmm. to how great he is. Let me. But in the playoffs, generally speaking, it's hard to carry. It's hard to win a Super Bowl. It's hard
0: to carry a team to a Super Bowl. That team I team. got you. I got you. Hear me out. Hear me out. I will. I'm gonna give you the ultimate cheat code. That only there's only two teams really. That can say that they have a chico like that is Denver, my team, and Green Bay. Lambeau, you you are not winning in Lambeau Field. He's got home advantage the whole playoffs. That's gonna be tough. Winning in Lambeau is gonna yeah, be really tough, especially now. It's snowing. It's snowing these days. Oh, it's gonna be tough. <laughs> no, that's true. That that is true. It's gonna yeah. be tough. I mean, New Orleans.
1: If it comes down to New Orleans, Green Bay, I think I think Packers are smashing them both. I think, oh, they're I think gonna that smack to the shit out of him. <laughs> Green Bay, Tampa Bay, which it would be a second round matchup. I don't know. That's kind of hard. But again, it's at Lambo. But Tom Brady, the thing is, yes, they play in Florida. Yes, it's hot. It's a hot weather. But Brady but ben
4: played his this, career. Yeah, exactly. No, no, Brady got that. that
0: for twenty years. Exactly. No, Brady, exactly. Brady, Brady, and Gronk got that. But I his would. receivers are Florida boys. His receivers are Florida boys, though. Uh, don't matter rock. You're a great receiver I'm a I
1: mean I don't talk at the tight end But What Rogers about AB a
3: What about AB bro Come on AB on. played
1: a, it, that AB in his yeah. time Was in Pittsburgh I mean that's not Hey come on now It's not Lambo, yeah. But it's not a warm city Relative to the yeah, NFL Yeah
0: I guess
1: <laughs> I would okay. love to see Green Bay tackle. it And I think we will see it As Brady Rodgers We can finally see That in the playoffs no, Brady Rodgers If that happens crazy. We can finally see it. That's something to be excited about
0: For real for real, for real.
3: I'm definitely excited. This is gonna be good. No, I can't wait for I that. I can't wait for that. I
1: mean I know Ron Rivera, Alex Smith. I know Ron Rivera, Alex Smith, those guys are in happening. I mean everything that these guys have both had to go through this not I know happening. everything they've had to go through, it's amazing, but yeah, I agree. It's not happening. Not
3: happening. They're getting blown out though. They're getting not blown happening.
1: out. They're getting,
0: not out. They're not getting happening. blown out. out. Yeah, I'm they, with you. I'm, blown with you. Out.
1: I'm with you. I got you.
2: No, I got no. you.
0: Yeah. Washington defense is good, get, get that shit out of here. Get that shit out of here. It's yeah, not happening. No, I got you. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, I got
4: you. No, no, no,
0: no, no. Nah, bro, they, they played the in the piss-poor team... division. Nah, trash. What They went seven games. Like, what, what the in... fuck? No.
1: I know. <laughs> what was the last, what, wasn't the last time that happened with the 2014 Panthers, where a team under 500 managed to squeak into the playoffs? Or yeah, am I what yeah, I, don't was think, that. I don't. think, I think that. That was But it. I think they won yeah. a playoff game. I think they won a playoff yeah. game though, and the coach is Ron Rivera.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. Winning. Yeah, You're but like going. they're playing Alex Smith. They're playing <laughs> no. Alex Smith. The rest of the team, okay, Chase Young, but Chase Young is not that guy yet. So no, no, he's young. I can't. I can't play them like that. I'm like, no, no, no I don't see nah, I not Ch- No, not I'm not putting my playing. money on Washington. Oh, this team doesn't have a name.
1: I'm not picking the Washington For real. football team to make. <laughs> it's not their, offense,
3: their offense was just struggling. Like I don't know if y'all saw what the fuck I was talking about. But, yo, their offense is not all that. Terry McLaurin, yes, he's a great receiver. Antonio Gibson might be back, okay. But, no. Come on, guys. No. We saw I can't what happened with the Steelers. The they got in their hella
0: division. lucky. That's what I'm saying. They got lucky against the
1: Steelers. Until Doug I Peterson threw the game offense and to save the life. entire integrity of the NFL. For real. Yeah, exactly. Right. The dog shit Eagles. The 4-10-1 and Eagles. And the 4, 10 and, four, four 11 and one Eagles. <laughs> we're about to put them boys Playoff. So it's... no, I'm not buying it. Respect to them, but I'm not buying it. We're seeing Brady P. Rogers. And that's going to be one of the most watched, I think, not. divisional games we've ever seen.
0: For sure. No, bro. To me, to me, it's like no. Like, stop yeah, no, playing. I can't say for sure that they're the best team in their own division, and their division sucks. So I'm not counting on them to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. I don't even want to talk about oh, them yeah. to be honest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys think about what happened with uh, Philadelphia? Doug Peterson, Benji, Jalen Hurts, and just fucking everything up for the Giants. Trash. Y'all what that is me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> no, but Jalen Hurts. I mean, he was playing well. He wasn't. He was kind of like a Taysom Hill type of thing, where he was running. He was running around a lot, yeah, rushing for touchdowns. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. throwing the ball well, but he was throwing off an amazing. Um, I think you. I said pass rush. Maybe you misheard that at practice. But <laughs> Washington's yeah. pass rush. He was still running for touchdowns.
0: So, but it doesn't matter to me. Even if Jalen Hurts is not playing well, you're not putting Sutfeld in. It's not the move. It's not the move. You don't have an excuse to put him in.
3: That was disrespectful.
0: Not even just disrespectful. disrespectful. This man has not played a... Uh, he hasn't played a snap the whole year. Not even. He's not even holding the ball for the kicker on the special teams. And you want to play and him the for not the rest done. of the game? The game's the not done
3: That's weak. The game's not That's even weak. done either. It was what? A, thir- a three-point game? Six-point game? The game was not done. That's what pissed nah, me off. Nah, they threw it's that like, shit. Yo, if they it's... threw that shit. Nah, bro. It's sad. And not I love watching like, Jalen Hurts. Like... Like
0: yo, no. Dish, There's not like, even much Philly's to say. Philly's a
3: trash team. Philly's yeah. a trash team. But like, I like watching Jalen Hurts. Like he brings excitement to the game. Like and he's for like, Obama he Obama boy, roll tie. You feel me? But yo, yeah, like,
0: yeah. yeah. I know he went to Oklahoma, but never forget, we built that boy. Yeah. We built that boy. <laughs> for sure. For sure. If you're Philly, what are you doing with Doug Peterson? Are you getting rid of him because you want him a Super go, Bowl. You want
3: Super Bowl? They're not. You want a him Super
0: Bowl? Go. What are you gonna do, yo? And you know Philly. Philly doesn't fire their coaches like that. They should have fired Chip Kelly like way earlier, and they didn't. They really don't fire their coaches like that. No. They're they keeping
3: Doug for sure.
0: They're going to keep him. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, they uh, will keep I him. I so sure. yeah. Who are they hiring, though? Yeah. Like, there's no head. Who depends, are you hiring other than him? Hmm. I mean, I don't see I don't see Anthony Lynn coming to Philadelphia. So, I don't know who you would really pick, you know. No. Like I don't I don't see it. Apart from him, I don't Maybe
3: see Maybe be
0: the enemy? Nah. Nah, no. No, 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 no. No, enemy enemy. enemy in Philly? He can't No, nah, He can't handle that shit. As a first head coaching job, I don't want Philly. I would not want Philly. Hell no.
3: Yeah,
0: it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. He's not going to have control. Howie Roseman is going to just be in his ass. Like, no, nah, it's not going to be fun. No, no, no. Why leave Why leave a situation where you're so comfortable for like... Pause. No, nah, no. Nah, he's not, he's not going to do that. But yo, I do want to hear y'all's opinion nah, I on... Right. I want to hear y'all's opinion on the Patriots. Do you oh. think they're coming back? Did you see the, the latest mock draft? And what do you think about it? Um, no, not I know I didn't see the draft. Um, okay.
1: Where are they picking?
0: They're picking, picking 15th. But hear this, 14th? hear this, right? Um, you got Todd McShay, Todd McShay and Mel Kiper, who are saying that um, Justin Fields is gonna fall to 15, and the Patriots are gonna draft him What y'all think about that? Because basically, they're saying that uh, Atlanta at fourth overall is probably gonna pick Zach Wilson, and if they do. Nobody's picking a quarterback until 15, and that's the Patriots. Now imagine Bill Belichick with Justin Fields. You trying to run it back? And everybody coming back, too. Stephon Gilmore's coming back. Everybody who wasn't playing. Patrick Chung coming back. JC JC Jackson had like nine or ten interceptions this year. You trying to run it back? You know what I'm saying? That's a secondary and a half. Yeah, but no.
1: I'm not buying that Justin Fields is falling that far. Definitely. After that performance against Clemson, I'm not buying that he's falling that far. I well, think okay. if Atlanta takes Zach Wilson after all of those character issues that have been documented about him over Justin yeah. Fields who's proved he can win the big game and we know mm. he's talented. He's no Trevor Lawrence. So we know he's talented. Mm. They're not taking Justin Fields. Maybe he'll fall a little bit. He's not falling at 15. I doubt it. Uh, I would not put think... my money on
0: that. Okay then. Okay then. Let me hit you with this. You think? You think? Um, if Zach Wilson falls and goes to the Patriots, you think they're running it back? Cause I think no. next season, Bill Belichick is gonna have a vendetta. He's coming for every. Yo, Stephon Gilmore and J.C. Jackson. That's gonna be. That's that's that can be the best secondary in the league. Like you gotta I put mean, them up there. You I mean, you say
3: that, but like we did destroy them when we played them.
0: Man. The man had 10 interceptions on a garbage team. JC Jackson balled sure. out this year. And then you give him the the ringing defensive player of the year? Like, nah. no, no, no.
3: Yeah, sure, yeah. but they're not better than the Bills or the Dolphins. You ready to put Tua over them?
0: Look, I Miami love my guy Tua. I love Tua. I love Tua. He's a better quarterback than whatever they have. Yo, the Patriots Yo, get make Andy a good Dalton trade. tomorrow. The Patriots get Andy Dalton tomorrow. It's a wrap. Don't talk to me. Debatable. Don't talk to me. They're winning. Debatable. They're winning 10-11. Don't no, talk. To me. You just change the offensive coach maybe. But you could keep Cam. No. Still. No, no, no. Don't talk to me. That defense, that defense is dif- is something else. You give it Dolphins matter. Julio it Jones matter.
3: and they're going crazy. Yo, watch him trade with Atlanta. Watch him trade the 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 4th pick <laughs> and get Julio Jones.
0: Yo, yo, we playing imaginary. Mm-hmm. we are playing imaginaries. Look, if they get Julio Jones, they, talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me when hey, they do. They could but do it. until then, until then y'all forget. Y'all mean, they y'all forget do have that The Patriots been smacking them for 15 years. No.
3: I mean sure, but they don't have no receiving
0: core. What about if they court get Devontae like Smith, Smith to Miami? Mm. Miami, Oof. okay. Okay. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can Oof. see I can see that being a problem. That's a problem. But yo, Devonte Smith versus Stephon Gilmore, JC Jackson and Patrick Chung. What the fuck is he going to do? Yeah. Yeah, maybe no. maybe
1: New England wins both of those. Maybe New England wins both of those games, but uh, Miami's still gonna win more.
0: No, nah, nah, they're not, not mad, winning both matchup. games because every year Miami wins that Week 13.
1: They always okay, win that so Week 13. Win. So best case scenario, best case scenario, one and one. Well, yeah. I still think that Miami's winning more games on the season, especially if they can. <laughs> Establish their quarterback and they get a receiver. Whether that hypothetical you trade for Julio Jones or you draft Devontae Smith or whatever else, I still think Miami is going to win 9, 10, 11, maybe 12 games. New England ceiling yeah. with a nasty secondary and whatever offense they have. That's a 10 win team. Miami's yeah. still going to be above them. And you can't, factor. out yeah, they
0: still up. have no running back or receivers. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing, right? That's the thing with. um the Patriots, they you give him you give him one good receiver, they don't they don't need anything like they can go with no name running right, but backs. They can go to. with Jacob. They can go with uh James White. They can go with people like that and do their the same thing they were doing. Like I'm gonna bet on the culture. They've been waiting for twenty years. Say what you want about Bill Belichick, he will turn that shit around. He had like a ten win season with Matt with Matt Barkley. He can do it. If any sure. if anyone's gonna do it, it's him. They get They're not Tom lineman. You know, maybe they get like a, a, a right guard to replace um I think it's Andrews. Yeah. And they'll be good. They're not Tom Brady though. They don't got Tom Brady, but you don't need Tom Brady to win. Yeah. If anything's been proven is that, yo they they're just going to go uh like the ravens like the early 2000s ravens bank on the defense get a game manager
3: their defense That's is not, not better than defense. i'm not ta- i'm not, not taking either. hey i'm not no. taking that defense over give me five other defenses i'm taking over the patriots defense
0: but the Patri- okay, okay okay but next next year next year give with their with their secondary you're not taking the patriots give me five five yep Drop five, draw f- Bro, draw five that, defenses right now that, you're taking Saints
3: Saints Rams Tampa Bay uh, Who'd I forget Pittsburgh
0: And uh, Who else am I Tampa missing? Bay Nah 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 Yes Yeah Hell no Were you there for like The first half of the assuming, season When they were picking up the joint
3: Assuming no. their secondary gets better Because they're pretty oh, young shit. Yes mm-hmm. Assuming their secondary gets better Yes Nah eh.
4: Yeah, I
0: don't know. Oh yeah, Colts too. Colts, Colts, Colts.
3: I forgot the Colts. No, the way,
0: the yo, the way, the way Tyreek Hill demolished the secondary of Tampa Bay. I can't even. No, I can't do that. Yeah, but they're young. They're young. I could give them time. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Honestly, we'll see. I'm just saying, don't sleep on the Patriots because they will come back and you will know what we'll hit you.
3: But they old, though. That's the thing. They're Yeah, they're experienced and shit, but they old, though.
0: Yeah, but J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson's 24, I think. 24, 25, maybe. Okay. Um, Same Jaylen for, Ramsey. like... Yeah, okay, Jalen Ramsey. But, like, y'all gonna pay him, and then y'all gonna... You won't have money to re-sign anyone else.
3: We already did pay him.
0: And now, what's your cap space situation, you know? I don't know, but we're set for, like, a good year. Hmm. I don't know. I don't like the my problem with the Rams is y'all don't all you also don't have like that much depth, like yeah we say that the, but like we've been you're using missing some the piece booty cheese players like a couple pieces and
3: we'd still get that number one defense.
0: Yeah, I mean, but you're missing like you know like 2018 y'all had y'all added Damakun Su. You can't do that yeah. anymore. You can't do that anymore. You paid Aaron Donald. You paid Jalen Ramsey. You paid Jared Goff. Yeah, like who are you adding? You know, you're paying yeah. Cooper Cup. Tyler that's where we,
3: Yeah. That's where we get yeah. that that's where we get that draft depth. That's where we that's where we get our pieces from. Like we literally Hopefully. using some But that's what we've been doing this defense. I mean this year, because I mean coming through the season, everybody thought we would be one of the worst defenses in the league. I mean, apart from Aaron Donald and Jane Ramsey, they'd be like, Yeah, you got no depth. And guess what? Number one defense was some bums. Mm. That turned into good players. I mean look at it. You, but
0: you're not getting fired. I hear it, you, but you're not getting far in the playoffs. That's the thing.
3: I mean, obviously not because we don't have that offense that's as good as other offenses, but we still number one defense. So enough, I can take that. That's pride.
0: Fair enough. Do you think that McVeigh is? Do you think McVeigh overrated at this point, though, or do you think he's still he's still that guy?
3: No, because once again, it, uh, look at the pieces we're using. I mean, we haven't had a number one fucking running back and we still had a great rushing offense in the league. Um we've used players from the lower ends of the draft and look at them they're starters and they're doing numbers. Um mm. and he I mean any he helped like get like good play, like not like good coaches like look at Brandon Staley defensive coordinator that's going to get a new job like maybe in a year. You know? Like okay. It doesn't take, like, no, and he's young as hell. Like, come on now, like, who is able to do that at a young age? Like, who went to the Super Bowl? Who could say they went to the
0: Super Bowl at 30? Okay. Okay, okay. We need to talk about our team, the Philadelphia 76ers, 76ers. being the team to beat right now.
1: Yes, sir. Seven and one. Uh, Big game against the Nets. I'm worried about that, to be honest. Let's go. But, but I think we can take it. There's no KD. There's no KD. I think we can take that. We can go 8-1. and one. But, Trey, what do you think the feeling for this team is?
0: How far do you think they yo, can get? Yo, look, look. I, look, I was here when we were down bad. I trusted the process, and I see the results now. You know, look, I love Brett Brown. That's like he He's a great guy. But he's the reason that Jimmy Butler left. left. He's the reason that JJ Redick left, and I don't like that. Now you come in, you put a coach like Doc Rivers. You got yo this. The first thing he said was, "Hey, oh, Ben Simmons, you don't have to shoot." And now Ben Simmons shooting threes every game. I mean, but what I else can I, I say? Much, this is great for me. I don't know how much I like that. I don't know how much I like
1: that because if you don't tell Ben Simmons to shoot, that'll be like you want players that can thrive under pressure. But I'm starting to see that in Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is making an MVP case.
0: Oh yeah. Nah, Joel Embiid's showing that like I can be a, I can be a center and still win MVP. No, as he should, as he should. Sure, I know we've can, had that I can disagreement. Be a center and win MVP. Yeah.
1: Not only I can be a center and win MVP. I can be a center and be the alpha, be the leader, and try to lead this team to a championship. Because that's the way it's looking. I just think that he needed the right coach. He needed to be conditioned. He needed to. I mean, there's a lot of ifs with Joel Embiid.
0: But if you can fill in those ifs, that's dangerous. That's a real yeah. team. Nah Nah, there. No, but like they're they're putting the work around him like when you look at when you look at the offseason, the fact that they added Dwight like it it went under the radar but that's directly saying like Joel we're going to give you a mentor Joel we're going to give you someone who's been mm-hmm. through what you're doing and now you know they're running this this new defensive system where like it's based around Joel making sure that he's covering grounds and that like y'all not getting in the paint but that also enables Ben Simmons to like cover the ball handler. It allows Tobias Harris to cover the scorer. And Tobias Harris is playing a um, like great defense this year. He's playing amazing defense Yo, this year.
1: Not only Ben Simmons is one of those guys like Anthony Davis, like Giannis. This guy just wingspan on top of his defensive IQ. If you're running a zone, or even if you're running man or what I mean you're running a zone, this guy can cover pretty much two guys at once. He can oh, yeah, I
4: pass,
1: passingly that's insane, because that... And B negating the paint, and then Simmons is negating most of the perimeter. And he's obviously... And then you have Tobias, who can more... And he's playing very good defense, more or less guard one of the ball handlers. So let's say you're guarding, like, a Portland Trailblazers thing. You can take, let's say, CJ McCollum or Damian Lillard, one of their best players out of the equation. That's a yeah. dangerous defense. There's a reason they're number one in defense in the league, and I think that's sustainable.
0: <laughs> no, I think I think to me, to me like... This team goes as far as the offense goes because the defense is not going anywhere. They're going to have the best defense. It's going to be hard to score. In the paint, you're not scoring on us. You're not scoring on us in the paint. And from the three, we got enough athleticism that we can contest more or less every shot. So to me, it's going to be like, yo, they get the offense going, you know, Danny Green. The the moment Danny Green starts being like reliable, oh, oh man, oh man. That's a big hit. That's a big hit. Danny Green... Give it time. Give it time, man. Give it time. No, I see him doing it. I is, see him doing it. No.
1: He can. I see, I see the Sixers right now kind of like Milwaukee the past few years. But no, that's, that's disrespectful. That's no, no, no. That's no. They, won, they won 60-something games. They won 60-something. No, I, yeah, but when it comes to I playoff you, but time, but no. they have, they had they had Brook Lopez holding down the paint. They had Giannis as kind of a help guy, but he can also zone in on other defenders. Then you have solid guys like Chris Middleton and all of the rest of them. I mean, that's kind of similar. And the reason they won those games, ah. obviously Giannis is dominant down low, and like, Giannis can jam on you. And, and Embiid has more skill. Embiid can kind of get you in the post and whatnot. Mm. But the reason they won those games, every like the reason they won so many games is largely because of that defense, Milwaukee.
0: I hear you. I hear you. But here's but here's the where I'll, I'll counter. I feel like the ceiling is higher for for Philadelphia, just because, 100%. just because you look at the playoffs. Yo, you can say a lot of things. Maybe Joel wasn't the most available, but in the yeah. playoffs, it's hard to say that there was a better player in the in the in the entire Eastern Conference than Joel Embiid. When he's when he's I mean, I mean, playing, 30. when he yeah he he was like thirty and twelve. Oh right, in the playoffs it's you know. he's different. So I I I feel like no. They gotta... He's harder to neutralize than Giannis, because Giannis is yeah. a physical freak, but he doesn't have he doesn't have moves like that. Embiid
1: can back you down. Embiid can hit the mid range. Embiid is reasonably athletic and can kind of do Simmons can do what Giannis does to a certain extent in the playoffs with that athleticism, that length, that varied skill set. So if Giannis yeah. is kind of an Embiid
0: plus Simmons. But you have on yeah. Philadelphia Embiid, but Embiid and stretches. Simmons, a guy like Embiid, Embiid. can yes, stretch exactly. the floor too. Yeah, that's the thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So, are you saying Embiid is a better playoff, ov- like overall in yes. the playoffs? You're saying Embiid is a better player than Giannis,
0: thousand percent. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 thousand percent. So,
1: where do you rank Embiid in the league then? Because people Giannis is a consensus top five player. Most people have him top three.
0: Where do you rank Embiid in the league? No, no, four. Or I'm five. saying Embiid. I'm saying Embiid. Embiid is a top ten player. In the playoffs, he becomes top five. He becomes a top five player in the in the playoffs. I he's he's the type of guy that. to turn it up.
1: I I know he's the type of guy to turn it up. I want to believe that. So you have LeBron, rings. Okay. Kawhi,
0: rings. Okay. KD, rings. Then after that, you can start debating. AD, you got AD, like AD's playing with David, LeBron, Jokic. AD's playing with LeBron. And That's look, valid. look, 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 look. I love I love that people want to give AD his credit. What is he done? I'll, I'll give you this. New Orleans built a team like custom made for him with Boogie and Rondo and what did, and Drew Holiday. And what did he do with it? He didn't bring him to the playoffs. He, that's, what that's did he do with That's the same them? team no. Giannis had. He, he, he brought him to the playoffs twice. But, but
1: this is not to say that AD is necessarily better than Embiid in the playoffs. But what I'm saying mm. is AD, when he was in the playoffs, that Portland series, I know Drew Holiday longed Damian Lillard down, but that Portland series. And the Golden State series, he put up numbers. AD put up numbers
0: in the, oh, yeah, he and the number did. one option. He puts up hey, numbers Trey. Up. He come get on, you, there. He Trey, get you Come on no. Joel Don't AD. Nah, nah, Come on, Joel and Second season healthy. Second, yo, do y'all, did y'all forget in 2018 when people were like, "Yo, man, them Sixers versus LeBron, that's gonna be something different." Joel and B put up. That. Joel and B was balling. Like it wasn't Joel and fault that they lost. It wasn't him. Definitely
1: I not. not. I have to have a chance AD. every year. I think Embiid has the potential to be better than Anthony Davis in the playoffs. But from what I've seen, both of them have peaked in the second round. And AD has mm. a ring on top of that. And AD and Joel I don't both know. put up numbers. I don't so know about maybe that. Maybe at the moment I'm picking
3: Embiid, Embiid in the playoffs. Nah. He did play with I don't LeBron, know, man. He did nah, play with LeBron. Bro, I know. Embiid,
0: Embiid's closer. Embiid's is so close. Yo, you look at when he got out. When it was LeBron, yo, he was a baby. He was basically a baby. And he was still balling out like... Uh, ben Simmons disappeared, but Joel Embiid was was there just going back and forth with LeBron, dropping everything he could. And then you look at um, 2019, that's Kawhi Leonard hitting the shot, arguably like the greatest shot of all time in the playoffs, you know. Like, there's nothing you can do about that when something like that hits you. Like, what are you you know
3: Yeah, yeah. I think do? y'all would have y'all got, won that year too. Y'all would have won that year. I sure.
4: got
1: you. I I agree. I got you. I think Embiid is way, way underrated overall and in the playoffs. Yeah. But Anthony Davis, you see, I have I can't
0: to put A D over him. A little I,
1: more. I can't I can't. I, can't. I right.
0: personally I can't. If you give me someone else, I could I I'll think about it, but eighty over Joel Embiid. Just, just the way that eighty, that eighty plays, just the way eighty is not, eighty not the best player on his team. He's not even the best player on his team. Jokic. What about Jokic? I will give you Jokic. I'll give you Jokic. But who else you got? That's four. That's four. Let's see. We got LeBron, KD, Kawhi. KD. Big, KD, KD, has we'll Jokic, we'll KD has not played. KD has not played. Guy, take him out. KD has two rings. He didn't play in the
1: year. I, I have thirty five in the finals. No, that's fair. Okay, we're talking right now. We're not talking yeah, yeah, yeah. hypotheticals. Okay, okay, that's that's a close one. That's a close one. I got you on that. There's Jokic, mm. Damian. You see, now Luka. You put Luka. Curry, Luka.
0: It depends if yeah. he comes back. We see. Curry. If you, okay. Okay. Luka. Luka. First round exit. Curry missed the playoffs. Even though it wasn't his fault, still missed the playoffs last year. Uh, Dame, Dame. okay, we always talk about Dame just for him to get booted. No. No.
1: No, oh, but Embiid, I mean, I yo, I'm a Sixers fan. We got swept by the Celtics. Yes, I know Embiid played excellent. I know this guy was dominating everybody down low, but keep in mind, the Celtics' starting center was Daniel Tykes, Daniel Sias. I mean, that's... <laughs> I think I think Anthony Davis would dominate him down well. I think Jokic would do his magic in the post and in that area with Tyce defending him. No disrespect to Daniel Tyce. But the guys like 6-9. I mean, you're not stopping Joel Embiid if you're 6-9 white boy. Like I know you got I know you got sleeve and everything, but you're not yeah.
0: stopping that. Yeah, but 80 mm-hmm. cakewalk during the A- 80 kickwalk the playoffs too if you think about. It. Like who is he playing? Okay, he played Jokic apart from that. No no one else. Um for for the Trailblazers, Merkic was injured. Bam, Bam. Bam. Bam, I know Bam was out for some of the finals. Bam, Bam in the final, a, yo, that's he was a injured. That's, Bam, I know, yeah, Bam was, injured was
1: halfway. It was game. half. It was half. <laughs> it was, I know, but Bam, Bam is a perfect matchup for AD. If you go, if you look around the league and say, who do you want to guard
0: Anthony Davis? You're taking Giannis. He's small. Yeah, he's small. Bam. I'm taking. He's if small, I, really if I want somebody to guard shoulders? AD... No, if I want somebody to guard AD, I would say, I would say either Joel. Honestly, either. Oh I gotta say Joel. You can't you take Jam too AD, small. Ad
1: can take him what about on the perimeter? I don't know if Joel can guard him on the, I'm thinking that I think switch. Get him think, to switch. I don't I don't know if Ben can take care of him in the post. Yeah, I, I get him to switch. But if we haven't fixed his Lakers final, that's a nasty. Challenge. That would be fun to watch. I'd love to see that. Mm. I think that's a good matchup for NT Davis you you switch Ben and Joel Easy money. You have Ben on the perimeter because AD can operate on the perimeter. You have Joel in the paint. That's nasty. That is nasty. So I – but I think – the as you said, Trey, I think the ceiling for the Sixers is as high as their offense can go. And as much as I like mm. guys like Seth Curry and this promise here with Tyrese Maxey and you have Tobias Harris who every time he plays under Doc Rivers is an all-star caliber player, I like it. But do I think that offense is taking you past – healthy KD and Kyrie do I think that offense is taking us it might take us past Milwaukee <laughs> do I think that offense is taking us past I don't know the heat I don't, I, I don't know I I don't know I think the ceiling is conference finals but I hope I'm wrong I hope I'm wrong
0: no I, I think the ceiling uh, is finals but it depends it depends because like apart from the Nets I don't I don't see anybody like y- exactly Giannis. I'm thought. not worried about Giannis, honestly. I'm not worried yeah. about him just because every time every time he plays, Joel, Joel makes him his bitch. So I'm not I'm not worried about him. But when it comes to when it comes to the rest, okay, I, I'm I'm worried about the Nets. Uh, that's pretty much it. The thing with Giannis though, he's he's like the Lamar Jackson of the NBA. If this guy mm. doesn't
1: win, if this guy doesn't go to the finals, just like if Lamar Jackson doesn't win this week against Tennessee, these guys' reputations are going to be tarnished. Everybody's going to be looking at these guys saying they're one-dimensional. They can't come back from big leagues, which is common mm. in either of their sports. People are going to be looking at them as one-trick pony kind of guy. There's a lot on the line for Giannis. And he seems like, like he, he's a competitor. I know everyone in the NBA is competitive. But you see he kind of has that like... <laughs> cut off cut mentality like I can't see I don't I can't see Giannis being upset three years in a row I don't know
4: that's
1: a lot It's oh, gonna
3: happen again
0: I hear you <laughs> I, think, I think I don't know it depends I I it de- I feel like it's gonna depend on uh Holiday is he gonna be worth those four, th- those four picks I don't know nope they tra- Is he going the to tell us all that? I don't know. Traded almost- no, no. The Pelicans
1: got almost as much back for Drew Holiday as they did for Anthony Davis. Yeah, basically. I mean, not really, but like... It's mm. per, it's closer than it should be. It's closer than it should be. I mean, it's a lot of picks mm. from a good team, and it was a good trade for the Pelicans at the time because we didn't know if they were going to, we didn't know that Giannis was going to get the supermax. So there was a chance of Giannis left. Well, that team with Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and no picks—that's a that's a lottery team right there with Dante DiMento yeah. and whatever. That's a lottery team, and if New Orleans finesse those four picks. They could have traded them for some asset. I don't know James Harden or something. That's nasty team. That's a nasty team with Brandon Ingram, Mm. Zion. That that would be crazy. That would be insane. But even then, Mm. those four picks still have value. That's still that's that's a team that's in a really good position. The Pelicans. I hope they make the playoffs this year because I'd love to see it.
0: Mm. For sure. Do you think do you think that the hype is warranted when it comes to New Orleans? You think they'll be they got next? Do no. you think they got next? The
1: hype, hype the hype for New Orleans? Yes. The hype for Zion. I don't know cuz I see cuz the more I watch Zion, he kind of seems like a one-trick pony kind of like I feel like you can neutralize that. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure he's going to get in the playoffs. I'm sure he's going to get his 24, 25, 28, 30 points whatever, but he just backs you down or he drives in the lane and you can't stop him and you dunk it. But just like you do with Giannis, if you have strong guys, like if you have like a Serge Ibaka or if you have like, what's his name, Bam Adebayo or a guy like that, and you have a couple guys like that, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Giannis, you have a bunch of strong guys to build a wall, I think you can neutralize what Zion does. And is Brendan Ingram going to be able to score 30 points per game in the playoffs to compensate for that? Is he going to be able to carry the load? Is Lonzo going to be able to shoot the ball? There's a lot of questions with the Pelicans. I think there's promise. But I don't know if Zion is worth all the hype because I don't know how he's going to do in the playoffs.
4: Definitely not. So you
0: think think five years from now, are they going to be – do you think they're contenders or do you think they're just like this fun like – Perimeter team I think they're contenders.
1: I think they're contenders. I think they're a perennial on, top guys. four seed in the West. I think yes. Zion's a perennial All Star. I think Brandon Ingram is a perennial All Star. I think Lonzo Ball can be a 17 7 and 7 guy and be really good. JJ no. Redick, he's going to be gone. He's going to retire. He's going to get into his podcast. You think Lonzo is
0: going to be that? Come That's on, Jason Kidd numbers. Yeah, in his prime. Bad, Lonzo? I don't know, 17, I don't know man. Maybe. I don't know, man. 17 5
1: 5. 17 5. I think he can be nice. I mean, I know his shots shown progress. He's a little more consistent this year. I know he wasn't great in the bubble. But this year, he's shown some consistency. He's dropping 16 on a lot of nights. And he impacts the game. Somaljo's not bad. He's not the next Magic, Magic He them like they said when they dropped him. I don't I'm, he's Look. not bad. What are y'all thoughts on the curfew? Fuck hmm? that
0: the curfew how do you guys feel about that look look that's tough our government is incompetent why I don't know they can make it easier on themselves but you know they won't they could have made a, like one long ass lockdown but they just keep flip flopping and we're the ones who have to cope with it so mm, yep See, what makes me
1: feel, and I know we have other topics to cover, so I'm not going to harp on this too much, but the reason I feel like this is important, and don't take it from me, I mean, whoever's listening to this, including you guys, do your due diligence, do your research and whatnot, I feel like this is a form of population control almost. I don't know, I feel like there's another agenda behind this, because if this was truly in the interest of public health and lowering the amount of cases, that's fair lock us down and I understand the interest of keeping the schools open but the schools are still open, the elementary schools are still open, I live right across the street from one and kids are not wearing masks, they're rubbing on each other they're doing all sorts of stuff and then they go back home to the working parents and they spread the virus so I don't know if the cases are necessarily going to go down, I think they might see like a moderate decline but I don't think they're going to steeply decline because of this curfew, so I don't know, I'm starting to think that there's some other agenda behind this, I I don't want to be that conspiracy guy because I feel like I'm a little Above that, but I have genuine concern about why they're doing this.
0: Yeah, no. To me, it's like it's like you act like people won't just do their stuff during the day. Like I don't understand the point of a curfew. Like the COVID doesn't sleep at night. What do you mean like curfew? You know, that's my problem with it.
1: Exactly. Like, if they were consistent with whatever they're doing, I mean, to be honest, cause just us, like teenagers who go outside and whatnot, I mean, our biological wiring, our clock is to wake up later in the day and go to bed later at night. So generally speaking, people our age who are major perpetrators of the viruses, because we have girlfriends and the rest of it, I mean, we're probably going to be out past eight. Like, I know. I'm not going to be leaving my girls' house at 1.30, 2 a.m. if there's a curfew. I'm going to have to mm. get there at 10.30 in the morning, get my stuff done, and be out of there at 7. So it's it's definitely harder. Like It is going to deter people from going out. So I, the, mm. pro, the principle of a curfew may be effective, especially if it's scientifically backed, which I don't know if it is or not. But the fact that they're contradicting it by keeping schools open is what's making yeah, me question know. their agenda, you know?
0: I like <laughs> No, to me, it's just like, ugh. they need to make up their minds, especially with the whole debacle. Like for our viewers that aren't from Quebec, um, our government basically um, told us that if uh, we were to isolate like two days before and two days after, we could have like Christmas dinner. And then uh, like last minute, they changed and said like, oh, no, you can't have that. Like you have to stay home and stuff. And like they basically like switch up on really everything. <laughs>
1: It's like taking candy from a baby, and the thing is though, in fairness to them, science, because I'm in health science at Dawson, obviously, right, what we learn about the scientific method, and this is something that I think a lot of people should know, because people should understand two things, science and the economy, is that science is always evolving, the facts are always changing, and Max Kellerman says this on first take, well, your take can change when the facts change. So in mm. fairness, I mean, as soon as you realize, oh, it's no longer safe to have Christmas, we'll take that away from you. The only thing is the way that they do it is bad for morale, because it's like you're taking candy from a baby. At least tell us that there's a chance that you're going to take Christmas away, and that's better. That that'll have the people respect you and trust you a little more, because they won't have false expectations. They won't have false hope.
0: Yeah, no, like it was no, it was cute the first couple times, but now it's just like you s- Whenever you give us like good news, we're just like, nah, nah. In two weeks it's gonna be something different. I don't I don't buy it. You know, like at first the curfew they were like, Oh it's gonna be like a week. Now it's been extended to February eighth. You're like, nah. You extended it three days after announcing it. Like you knew you were gonna extend it. Who are you fooling? Just tell us that, you know? Yeah. Exactly. But I know um we have we have some other
1: serious topics to cover. What happened uh, yesterday at Capitol Hill, I mean, Washington? Look, conflicting ideas there.
0: So look, I, de- I mean, the best way I can say is like we we have an incompetent government in Quebec. I'm kind of I'm I'm still happy with what um the federal government's doing so far. Like they haven't been look they haven't been the best but when i look at their response i can't really i can't really name a, a few governments that have done better so at the end of the day i'm not going to blame them you know but you see what i fear is that this this covid situation
1: and this lockdown and everything i feel like it's going to create cuz there are a lot of people who think this is government tyranny and there's a lot of people that think this is in the best interest of health care and well-being and good samaritanism in canada so i think there are two sides to the story but what you see when you have people who firmly believe in one side or the other side of the given story is that there's a lot of division and i think that what the type of divisiveness we see in america right now especially what happened yesterday we're seeing mm. we could see something similar to that in canada because of this COVID. and i think ideologically What's happening with this lockdown and with this curfew. I think it's a danger. I genuinely think it's a danger. I agree. We could see similar things happening.
0: Yeah. I agree. I don't think I don't think it's gonna be the the creator of that divisiveness. I just think that it's gonna exacerbate it. Like it's definitely gonna be the type of thing where like people are gonna be like, Well, I don't care, I'll say whatever I want, you know. But then again, I feel like the with Canada the whole thing is that we don't talk about it. <laughs> it's our whole it's our whole thing that like we don't talk about taboos so is it gonna create if it creates discourse i'm not necessarily against it i would rather i'd rather i'd rather rather know know the evil than not know it you know but
1: think about it this way right somebody like let's say this quarantine and What's being uh, mentioned right now by experts, and you can do again, whoever's listening, do your own research on this. Don't take anything you hear um, from the internet immediately. But what they're saying is that to deliver in Canada, I believe, or Quebec, I'm not sure, to deliver the vaccine to everybody who needs it, not everybody who can get it, everybody who needs it, I believe the fastest they can do that until is September. And that would make the entire COVID debacle here at least 18 months. Somebody who was 18 years old at the beginning of this quarantine, like right after your last block party, well, I am mean, the second last block party you guys had, that's 18 months. Somebody who was 18 at that point could be 20 by the end of quarantine. We only live, let's say, 75, 80 years. That's a significant portion of your life. If this lockdown, mm. the nature of it right now, proceeds past a year, I seriously think that people are going to riot and people are going to be genuinely upset and take action about it. Cuz a year a year and a half that is a lot of time to take away. That's a lot of time.
0: Mm, I hear you, I hear you. I get you. I hear. You. Especially with unemployment with unemployment numbers that are going back up again, especially with the way that like you're right like it is a long time it really is a long time and pe- people's pockets are hurting and when that when that starts to happen that's when people don't start to feel bad you know they're not they're not gonna extend the CRP they're not gonna extend the CRB they're not gonna give alternative options so like we might really have like a solid six months where we don't know where where the next meal is gonna come from you know and people for, some, for some, it's gonna be really hard I
1: agree and it's very I feel very badly for them and people's pockets are still going to be hurting after this because keep in mind, we're going to we're already in a ridiculous amount of debt. We're going to go even more into debt after this. And for that reason, our kids might even have to pay this off. I understand why you do the stimulus checks. I think it's the right thing to do, CRB, CSB, whatever, of course. You need people to have a minimum standard of living. But to a certain extent, I mean, obviously that's going to harm us not only in the present but in the future. And I think I think yeah. it's dangerous. I think it's scary to think about. No, no, we don't no. Know I, think, I think
0: for sure. But I think it's, like, it's also a necessary evil. Like, there's nothing else to do. There really is nothing sure. else to do at this point. Like, you can't reopen the economy by, well by their own admission you can't reopen the economy we have to stay at home so if they're going to force us to you know not earn income and if they're going to force us to stay at home to. and basically survive they right. like it's the government's job to provide for their for oh
1: yeah i agree i agree they have to it is the government's responsibility yeah. but we wouldn't have to deal with this if the government was competent but the american government force i mean you see you see what's happening in florida i mean I've considered I've considered as a joke going down there and being able to relax, but that's overboard as well. I mean, that has no interest in health care or anything. That's really bad. Right. And I don't know what's going to happen when Biden finally gets in office. I don't know if he's going to do something to change that, but it's bad over there in some of those states, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, also Georgia for other reasons. It's bad down in the
0: States. The division is just getting wider and wider and wider. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I want to talk to you about that, actually. Um, Obviously, yesterday, for those of you that did not hear, well, by the time we released this, it's going to be two days ago. um, A group of protesters, sorry, no, a group of rioters, we're going to call them what they are. A group of rioters. Yeah, thank you. uh, Thank you. Took over Congress right basically th- thousands of uh, Trump supporters came 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 in the Congress um, had to they had to evacuate um, congressmen they had to evacuate the vice president they came in they re- they really just like looted and vandalized the whole place right. right you know throwing away American flags with Trump flags you know whatever bullshit they were doing and um, <sighs> honestly I'm disappointed by the media coverage I'm disappointed by the whole event and I want to know, like, what do you what do you think about what happened, Devin? I mean,
1: I was mostly outside during that day, so I didn't manage to see all the media coverage. But I know, I know that they definitely did not treat this the way that they did when it came to Black Lives Matter. I know there wasn't the same amount of division. Well, I, how do you say this? I know there wasn't the same. I guess, yes, yeah, the same amount of division. There weren't as many people upset about this as there were about Black Lives Matter. There weren't people arguing against this.
0: Right. as much no to me it was crazy it it, mm-hmm. it was really crazy like people people were genuinely arguing that burning down a target was worse than attacking Congress and I was like mm-hmm. you are literally you are literally like attacking the bastion of your democracy because you disagree with the result like you're basically violating your whole electoral process and it's you're final and, you're, and you're, it's, it's childish because
1: when it comes – I mean, I don't think that looting – I mean, I understand the argument for it. I don't think looting and rioting is appropriate in any case. But at least when they did it back in June and July, at least it's because people were genuinely afraid. People were dying. People were getting killed. People were being treated unjustly. There were reasons for people to be angry for this it's a matter of sucking it up your your boy won the election i don't hate i mean i don't love trump i don't condone him i would vote for biden if i was in the states i don't hate him as much as everybody else does but the point being is that just because you're a guy lost doesn't mean that you can throw a whole hissy fit nobody's dying nobody's genuinely hurting by this this is a completely different situation there's not oh, an entire demographic real? being targeted and mistreated it's just you guys being selfish and making a rah-rah-rah out of for your own personal interest and one of the one of the other things that i gleaned from this is that trump correct me if i'm wrong i mean this was his setup no not the extent to which the looting went but didn't Probably. he say all of you guys come and protest in front of Yeah, the no, White that's H- what he said he of, said the he White said House.
0: come protest
1: and he said, March, March, March. And then Jack Dorsey on Twitter took uh, a his Twitter account for, what was it, 12 whatever hours, because it was legitimately getting out of hand. I think that's dangerous.
0: No, it, no, to me, it's just insane. Like, the fear mongering that he's doing, the, what's it called? The, the riling up of his fan base. I'm just like, yo. And it was really like risk-free protesting. Like, like you look at it right now, 13 people got arrested. Thousands of people broke into Congress. Thirteen people. How many got people?
1: How many people? How many people got arrested in Minneapolis?
0: Oh, in Minneapolis, I, I know it was up. It was
1: over a uh, hundred. Uh, it was over a uh, hundred. Uh, Ten times more. Ten times more. Yeah, no, no, no. And Capitol Hill. I think. I, I think. I think. trade Jason, you guys would agree. Capitol Hill. It's a higher-stakes building. I mean, you shouldn't be destroying mom-and-pop shops either. But I think it's a higher-stakes building than Target. I think it's a higher-stakes building. But 13 people got arrested. I mean, to a certain point...
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay, but generally... It wasn't they didn't we didn't like destroy the fucking stores and shit that's the riots like we can't just compare our protest our black lives matter protests to the fucking riots that's not the same thing but automatically the fucking i want to call them supremacists because fuck them they want to compare the shit to that and it's like yo look first of all it's not the same shit and then you want to put compare the fucking riots to what you're doing and say that's okay like no like chill out like no, nah, that's just disrespectful. To me, it was like, yo, look, it's a slap in the face to all the protesters. Literally, that protest for a real cause. It's a fucking, it's a slap in the face.
1: The like, numbers, like, if it were close, if it were close, if the people right. at Capitol Hill were, let's say, I don't know, let's say for per per ten thousand people, per thousand people, you had five hundred arrested at Capitol Hill and right. 550 arrested at the protest. Is that right? No. But at least you can look at it and reason that perhaps there are other reasons perhaps related to the pandemic that slightly more people were arrested at the protest or maybe there were slightly more. I don't know. But you can kind of infer that. But 13 to 100, and I'm pretty sure there were... What, 13 to 100 is a pretty significant ratio. Over 100. It was probably hundreds of people yeah. arrested. I don't yeah, have no, a I'm, I'm saying over 100 but,
0: as a conservative... As a okay, yeah, exactly said, no,
1: it was probably over way over a hundred and definitely in terms of proportions. How many people were at Capitol Hill last evening
0: yesterday? No, no, it was ten 13 got arrested 13 No, to me, it was crazy only only 13 got arrested so far and I look at it and I'm like look I I Don't I really don't like being the conspiracy guy but yo, one of the most secure buildings in the world getting into congress you can visit but you can't just get into congress especially when they knew there was going to be a protest they were aware there was going to be a protest they didn't put that much security force around the congress they just i guess they just assumed that uh trump supporter or if we're being honest white people aren't gonna riot which is ridiculous if you know there's a protest you put security around yeah. And not only that, once they got their security around and once people breached in, they just gave up. They were like, no, nah, we're not doing this. Exactly. Walking away. And
1: people were turning it into memes. You see the pe- the, guy, the guy sitting back on his chair like this. And, yeah. And, I mean. It, just slap in the face. That's the, there's, no, there's no excuse for that. First of all, they're acting childish. I mean, I know obviously all of us, we're young people. We like to screw around. We like to make jokes. But we don't, when it comes to things that are serious and stuff that mean things to people and things that have serious ramifications you gotta take that shit serious and they're not it's not now even about the, the meaning.
0: it's an institution it's the exactly. institution of democracy
1: yeah and that's just that's just frowning and I know that some people are saying what's happening in Quebec now with these lockdowns with Macron and all of that. It's a dictatorship. Well, these Trumpies, I mean, these guys seem to be advocating for a dictatorship because they're clearly attacking a democratic institution and saying, we don't agree with the results of the election. Therefore, implicitly by doing that, they're saying we don't agree with democracy.
0: We don't agree with fairness right no it's crazy it's crazy like even if you think look even if you think it was rigged fair enough there's legal recourses for that you are literally taking legal recourses for that in several states what are you writing and breaking into the the what's called the congress for and you look at the response of uh trump and pence pence was literally in the building and i've never seen him have such a weak response to rioting all he did was tweet like Oh, um, you need to stop and go and go home safe. And uh, Trump, Trump was like, stop, stop the protest, and like walk, walk home, walk home in peace. I was like, what?
1: What? They would not have said that. They would not have said that if it was, they did not say that to the Black Lives no, Matter
0: no, protest. No, the BLM protest. You were calling people thugs, saying that it was Antifa looters and That's stuff right. like that. That's right. But when exactly. people go into like. Arguably, one of the most sacred places in American history, you're like, oh, just walk home. Just Walk walk home home. safely. We we won't arrest you. That's far. No, we won't arrest you. We won't do anything to you. Just walk home. Just walk. Just just go back the other way. Look away, Willie. Exactly. And I know Trump needs to play to his base because in his mind, and who
1: knows what goes through the guy's mind, I mean, we know he has an excellent business acumen and his IQ is probably high, but the IQ and ego are independent. Like mm. this guy this guy might have a high IQ. This guy obviously he was he's excelled and this is a Jordan Peterson something that he said. He's excelled in so many different domains in his life. He's done well in reality T V, real estate, he became the president of the United States. The guy knows how to do stuff. But the fact that he knows how to do so many stuff means his ego is completely just gone out of control. And this is an ego thing. This isn't just boosting his ego thinking that he can still win the election. And because he can still win the because he thinks he can still win the election. Mm. He thinks he still has to play to his base. And him playing to his base... Like, I'm trying to... I'm not conceived, because obviously what was done was incredibly unjust and wrong, and it's symbolic of many things wrong with America and the way people are treated. But in fairness to Trump, if he thinks he can still win, he has to play to his base. Now, that's ludicrous for a variety of reasons, but that's one way to look at it.
0: Do you think... Do you think that he might be... um aiming for something bigger like for example i know that like at some point they were like oh trump might start a news network and that's why like he's going for this big push to like announce it and be like well you know if they won't tell the real news i'll tell the real news on like the trump news network stuff like that because like it doesn't seem realistic for him to contest the election and win it and even though yes there's ego at the end of the day he's a businessman he must have done the math and see like nah it's not happening but, narciss- but the thing is, and I noticed
1: this with myself, and I don't, like, my, how do you say this? The more I achieved, and I was on, like, a high streak, 2019, 2020, and then I kind of just hit a plateau and hit a low. I mean, and I found this out by being in my relationship, is that my ego inflated, right. and that's not good. And that obviously happened to Trump because he's achieved so much. When your right, ego gets yeah. inflated... Like I can say this from personal experience, unfortunately, when your ego gets inflated, it's hard to realize that your goals are unrealistic. It's hard to realize that you're wrong.
4: Right.
1: And that's the thing. He genuinely I think he genuinely believes that he can win the election. Yeah, I think he can I think he thinks he can take it over. He can't. I think it's unfeasible. I think it's unrealistic. But in his mind he thinks he can. And right. by not Pushing away his the people who are protesting, he's still winning them, which is ludicrous. But that's I think that's how
0: we think. Right. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. I hear. That makes sense. That makes sense for sure. What do you think? What do you think about um the difference, the difference between the MAGA movement and like the BLM movement in particular, and like all the summer protests that we have? Like, why do you think that? There's like a difference in treatment by the media and why do you think that is just like tolerated?
1: I think I think they're both driven by fear, but I think the fears are differently justified. Because when you're talking about MAGA I think it's the fear of, I mean there's a lot of fears whatever Trump propagates because Trump is a fear monger and that's why he has so much support and so many votes. So perhaps it's fear of the outside, fear of Muslims, fear of Mexicans, fear of them. Perhaps, it, it's fear of those who are different and it's fear of middle America so Alabama, Oklahoma Texas and Florida are not middle America but those are a large part of Trump's base. It's Those people losing the comfort of their lives that they're accustomed to, that they once had back when Bush was president, back when Reagan was president. That's a lot of the older kind of hillbilly demographic, these rednecks, (laughs) So it's driven by fear of the different. Whereas Black Lives Matter, I mean, both of you guys can attest to this. It's also driven by fear, but it's driven by fear that I've seen my brothers die. I've seen my kind get mistreated by this country, and there's nothing I can do about it. I every time I walk outside of my home, I'm scared that a police is gonna, a cop is gonna pull me over, and I and powerless what can I do they're out to get me that's the fear that BLM had so they're both driven by fear but then you have the response to either of those fears and essentially Biden catering to the fears of the BLM protesters and um, Trump is catering to the fears of those MAGA protesters now if you look at this ethically you see that perhaps the BLM protesters are more justified now I'm not black So I can't I can't put myself in those shoes and say which fears are justified and which are not because I haven't experienced it. And no type, no amount of statistics or numbers or anything I read is going to be able to justify how people like you guys and tens of millions of others in North America feel. But Mm. I think that there's a certain threshold of fear that you have to have. On both ends, and I think when that threshold is surpassed, and there's no more equilibrium between the two different sides, which clearly has happened in America, that's when chaos occurs. And BLM, um, I'm not an expert on this; I haven't done all of my research. But uh, the movement, the Black Lives Matter movement, and guys like Stephen Jackson, NBA former NBA player, All the Smoke podcast, Matt Barnes, who is who was is, um, George Floyd, very close friend of George Floyd, and has dedicated his entire being, his entire life to this him and many other black people have spoken out against Sean King and against the black lives matter movement in saying that, well, are you really doing this in favor of black lives? Or are you doing this in favor of promoting leftist propaganda? Because there are some things, if you go to the BLM, all of their clauses there, the movement, they say we want to destroy the nuclear family or something along those lines. So some people on the MAGA side and even people who support, the justice of black people do question the Black Lives Matter movement. And I think that has certain validity. But I think ultimately you have to account for the fact that black people have been and continue to be mistreated in this country and not use that to not use those fears to leverage to leverage yourself and your political views. Black people should be treated justly just as everybody should be treated justly and that's that. That's what you need to solve. And anything else anything that the BLM does that isn't catered towards that is extra and it's killing the reputation of the movement, which is unfortunate. So that's a, that's a lot to unpack there. Cause I just said a whole bunch of ideas. I just kind of, um, expressed my thoughts. So I don't know you guys, you guys interpret that
0: how you want. All right. I mean, to me, I got to look at, I feel like there's a lot of, I, I hear you when you say there's fears on, there's fear on both sides. Obviously I'm going to be biased. But I feel like sometimes I just gotta. There, I feel like there's a lot of hypocrisy, on both on both sides actually, really. But uh, on the on the MAGA side, the hypocrisy is that like, a lot of people are gonna be like, oh well, you know, BLM, they're they're um, like, they're left they're leftist antifa, they want like a revolution, they're communist, and I'm like, man you're a grown person like you cannot act like you don't know the difference between an organization and a movement you can't act you know when people said black lives matter initially you had a problem with this this is not new like this the the phrase black lives matter has been here since like 2012 with trayvon martin when there wasn't even an organization when it was just that you know and people still had a problem with it going like well all lives matter well well you know Um, I think it's it's a it's a divisive statement like it shouldn't be controversial to say black lives matter They don't matter more than yours. They don't matter more than any It should just be like they matter and if you don't agree with that statement Mm -hmm. Or if you can't even get yourself to be like, yeah, yeah, it's a statement that I can agree with then to me I have a problem because you you know the difference between the statement and the movement and the organization ultimately. So if you can make that distinction and you can't even agree on that, to me you're being to me there's there's this hypocrisy and the other hypocrisy that I actually want to talk uh, with you about has got to be about um, like the performative activism that's been going on and like i remember i was on your podcast and i actually like i called it quite early i was like i don't think that it's gonna bring that much change because people are gonna do it for like they're gonna see it as a trend they're gonna be like oh you know i'm gonna do my little thing i'm gonna say oh black lives matter and then i'll go back to my life i'll sign a couple petitions you know do my thing and then um lo and behold we got those those black square thingies which like i'm sorry never seen something so fucking useless be be like celebrated what are we celebrating you posted a blank picture on instagram and called yourself an activist like okay ridiculous ridiculous to me and from then on i mean we got we got we got a summer of good protests but now we're here and it feels like we're kind of still at the same place where we started you look at the cases for brianna taylor for jacob blake like the officer finally got fired for Breonna taylor but they haven't been prosecuted yet for george floyd we're still waiting on the prosecutions too for um what's her name for jacob blake the same thing too you look at you look at how how the movement's been going and you look at like the outcomes of everything we've been fighting for like you know, we say justice for Breonna Taylor, justice for Jacob Blake. None of them had ha- have had justice yet. You know, so I kind of want to know, like, what do you think of, I guess, social movements, kind of being used as a trend, as like the theme of twenty twenty, overall. It really became a trend. Yeah. I want to hear you on this yeah. too, JJ, because um we talked about it, but not much. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Not sure.
1: I think I think you hit it right on the money when you came on SparkPod what was this seven months ago and you said that because i said i said i was optimistic for change and you said no i've been through this i've seen this it's been a trend before it'll probably be a trend again and this won't create major change so you actually did hit that right on the money and perhaps i'm a victim of that because how do you say this because i was posting about it a lot a lot in june july and every now and then if i see A black business that deserves to be promoted or whatnot I'll put it on my story but obviously that level of activism is not there but I don't think I mean partially I think we should blame people for not doing so but the way trends work and the way social media works is that things occur as a chain reaction so and it's a matter of exposure if you see a lot of something you're going to talk a lot about something so the media and people are not talking about black lives than people who are just sheep to social media. And I think everybody, everybody is privy to this. I don't think there are exceptions. It's that the less exposure and the less coverage you have, the less opportunities you're going to have to talk about it. So is that fair? No. Is that good for solving any of these problems? No. But it's the way it is, and perhaps that means we should find other methods of provoking, of creating change, apart from social media. And that's something we're thinking about. That it's there. I'm sure there are other ideas. Social media mm-hmm. is a tool, but it also kind of shallow[s] down the importance of it because it becomes white noise, right? Like anything, you yeah. keep seeing something on people's stories, you're just gonna click, 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 scroll through it. Is that right? No, but that's how our psychology is wired,
0: unfortunately. That
1: right. humans are lazy and that's the way things have to be.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it just ends up being like no it's like there's no right way though, because it was white nosed before it was on social media too. Like the whole like we've been talking about police brutality and like civil rights and change for, for the longest decades. Time. For yeah. decades. And it's just like people were allowed to ignore it and now it's like if it's it's as if like instead of being like nah i'm just gonna ignore it people found this like little skip the ad button where they can Mm -hmm. just be like well i support the movement but i'm not gonna do anything about it and society's like oh well you know you're so grateful like even the way that you're like oh well i was a victim of that like You post about it, you posted about it fairly more than most people, and you're still talking about it, but there's a lot of people, especially, like, us, you go to Dawson, I go to Maranopolis, so we can say, like, people were quick to hop on the trend and go, like, oh, well, you know, like, people really looked at protests as, like, oh, well, I don't have anything to do Saturday, you don't have anything to do Saturday, let's go chill, it's gonna be fun, let's make, like, a poster and be, like, uh... Black is beautiful, you know, and I'm like, and it's an opportunity, it's an opportunity for people. Because
1: remember, before George Floyd, some people say George Floyd killed the pandemic, and that's even the little baby said something about that in the bigger picture. Like, when people saw that as an opportunity. Finally, I get to go out of my house. I've been locked up for two months. Let's go. Let's do something. Is is that the right reason to go for a protest? No. no, but I guess I guess you hark back to the issue that perhaps just not enough people are upset about this, and I know you guys, Trey, JJ. I know you guys are some of the most passionate, passionate people about the matter that I know. But how do you get other people who don't feel the same way to do that? It becomes very difficult because you can't. Force people to care, but at the same time, exactly. it's a genuine issue, and you need to invoke change. So 100%. there's a difficult balance there.
0: Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, JJ, JJ, help on this real quick. Like, what'd you think? Like, how do you think we get people to, like, be down for the movement? I guess.
3: I don't. I don't even know if there's actually a way. Cause even, we could talk about the our big not not our biggest like just in general like the world's biggest influencers whether it's on TikTok tick Twitter no matter what all of them have posted or probably said something about Black Lives Matter. I mean maybe not like Kylie Jenner but like shit. We know she probably supports while well, she doesn't but look you know what I'm talking about. And Kim K, or whether it's Charlie uh, Dem or whatever fucking name is, like they all probably said something about Black Lives Matter and shit. But like, like Devon said, I mean, they go, we go ignore it, or nobody's gonna give a fuck because they want them to go back to their regular content and shit. So it's like we can't even use social media as a fucking as a way to promote that shit because now we could shake in everybody's comments. Oh, it's about politics now because black lives turned into politics. Like it's, it's, it's sad, but shit, that's how it turned into. That's what people make it turn into. Oh, it's politics. I don't want to talk about it. This, this, that was like, yo, it's just a fucking matter of I'm trying to, I'm trying to be living the same life as
1: you. It's that simple. The thing is, Is how do you how do you make change how do you make significant change I don't if it's not not political if it's not political change and i have an idea in regards to this and yeah, i think ahead. not only could could it attack well not attack but could it do something for black lives i think it could also do something in terms of the social inequality that you see and i think it has go to ahead. do with go a ahead. reform of a reform of the educational system because I mean, I'm a beneficiary, and so is my girlfriend, and so are other people who just have the cognitive ability to do math, to write essays, to memorize information in subjects such as biology, to solve problems. That's mm. just being school smart, but I all and that's what is benefited by the school system. And mm. I'm a beneficiary of this, but logically speaking, it's not the most favorable way to educate people. And I think that doesn't help because when you're in, you know, a ghetto like a hood in Chicago or whatever, or Brooklyn or Queens or whatever. Right. I mean, these kids are not idolizing the doctors and the lawyers and the nurses. They don't believe they can get there. They they're going to be I mean, I don't want to say all of them are going to be trapping, but you see that people on like the lifestyle that's promoted, the lifestyle that's advocated is the gang lifestyle. And I think in order for, for the average MAGA supporter who lives in a, a a house in Alabama and doesn't know anything about black people, that's the perception they have. And in order to attack right. that perception, I think you need to change the educational system. I think most 100%. importantly, especially for social divide, um, socioeconomic divide in particular, I think a way to target that is start teaching people the essentials of finance. because. What I hate is when people defy science and when people defy economics. I think those are two things you need to understand in order to be able to formulate cohesive and logical opinions on things. So when you understand economics, and if you were to teach In the project to invest their money and to how to start a small business or when you start and, and tell them and show them that they can be something that's not a drug dealer, for instance, well, then you start working at those inequalities and you don't have to resort to affirmative action. to get get some of these kids into the positions that they deserve to be in, because who knows? The cure for cancer could be in the brain of some poor kid in India who's gonna die at 13 years old of thirst. The The cure for cancer could be in the mind of some kid in the project, you don't know. And that's why you need to give these kids the same opportunity through the educational system and a reform of the educational system in order to eventually, it's going to take generations. It's going to take generations. The social media posting is trade that posting a black square, it's not gonna make a change like this. You need right. equality of opportunity in the educational system. Teach these kids. Teach these kids what they can do to put themselves on a better standing and hopefully two, three, four generations down the line, after us, unfortunately I think, after us, we can see a more equal world. And I think that's the way things are trending I hope things don't trend too far to the left Because SJWs, yeah, sure. I think I think that's dangerous I think that's dangerous yeah. But if we can just have progress In the educational system
4: yeah.
1: All over the world in fact I think that's you can start seeing equality of outcome Deserved uh, equality of outcome Based on merit And hopefully that's part of the solution okay.
0: that's a step But in the here's regulation. what I'm going to hit you with I hear, like I agree with everything you said When it comes to like an educational reform yeah. Now, that's where I think we've been stuck for the past, at least, at least for the past, i say, thirty years. Because like from the sixties onto the eighties, there was like this huge wave of change. There's huge wave of reform. That generation really like worked to achieve equality. It was like something that they they truly believed in. And I don't they know did, if our generation boomers, believes in it. Now they're conservative. Because
1: huh? this is a famous quote. Where how do you say this? Where if you're, tw- if you're 20 and you're a conservative, you have no heart. And if you're 40 but you're a liberal, you have no brain. And hmm. that's, that's a quote because those hippies are the same people who promoted change and progress but well, those are also the same people who are talking down on climate change and whatnot so you have to keep in mind that perspectives are going to change and you have to keep that progress pushing at least in the yeah. educational reform but yeah, should I continue what you were saying? my bad friend, inter-
0: Yeah, no, 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 I, I, I fully agree but I feel like that's that's another thing too that's lost in our generation. Like that that if you're conservative at 20 you have you have no heart, if you're liberal at 40 you have no brain. I don't think that that's going to continue into our generation because it's not going to be about political affiliation, it's going to be about social standing. It's really mm-hmm. politics is going to become an extension of of whatever our personality is on social media and stuff like that. We're not going to care who we vote for really. It's going to be about oh Is it more in fashion to be Democrat or to be Republican, you know? But anyways, to get back to my point, I hear you when you're talking about an educational reform, but the thing that most black people have been saying is that we don't have that power. We're 13% of the population decreasing every year, decreasing every year. The black population, especially the African-American population, has not been going up. It hasn't been going up in the past um, 10 years in terms of proportion in the American population. Yeah. Um, when it comes to economical power, we're certainly not there. We're definitely not there. Like, you know, a lot of people want to compare us to like fresh off the boat immigrants, I guess. And to me, it's just going to be like they start at zero. We start at minus 10. It ca- mm-hmm. it cannot be compared. It, it really can't be compared. Like even, even if you look at... Sh- like strictly economic factors you can look at redlining in our neighborhoods you can look at uh debt inheritance in our communities you can look at the lack of funding and it's just like no we start at minus 10 basically and when it comes to political power like whenever black people have decided to focalize their economical power and their political power whether that be uh, black wall street in tulsa oklahoma which just ended up getting burned down <laughs> or uh, even like those strong neighborhoods that we developed, whether that be Brooklyn, Harlem that ended up getting gentrified and used mm-hmm. for the image. Like I don't, I don't like using the term, but the system works against us in the way that like if P if someone else doesn't care, we cannot do anything about it. So as much as we can say an educational reform would be great, if the same people who are posting the black square don't actually, you know, go like we want an educational reform, follow up on it, ask their local uh, politicians to do something about it, mm-hmm. the black community, there's nothing we can do because we spend basically our entire life trying to make it better because we have to represent the entire community and we start from minus ten. And like we've seen the limits of our community, we really have. We don't have the same energy that we had in the sixties. We are all stretched out in different cities. We're all we're we're poorer than we were back then. Black like you know, black economical powers goes to corporations nowadays. It doesn't go to black businesses. Yep. It's not the same anymore. It's a, it's a different reality, and it's got to be like at a point. I feel like the alternative is either going to be we're going to have to revert to some sort of like pro-blackness where we'll be like, now we're setting our own community. We're doing our own thing, which could be it could be it's, it could set a dangerous precedent and make it like an intolerant community. But at that point, that would also be, I guess, justifiable by the treatment that the community has had for the past centuries. Or, yeah. Like, there's gonna ha- like people are gonna have to start to care. But I don't. I don't, see, I don't see the point anymore in trying to get people to care because if they, especially in the era that we live in, with all the information that's floating around the internet and all that, if you wanted to care, you would have already. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I feel like that's a mm-hmm. lot. That's yeah, a lot yeah. that I just said. I don't know if you. You're, like, on the same page? No, I got you. I got you. Yeah.
1: I got you. Well, Trey, the thing is with that is if you were to make a fully pro-black and community that just increases the divisiveness and unfortunately the way it is is that most of the people who have the power are obviously white people and in certain points in modern history it's going to be the republican conservative white people that generally don't look towards the black community as a group with any type of potential unfortunately and having a pro-black community yes perhaps you would Thrive, but you would also feel more divided and more targeted by those different from you just for that reason that you're making yourself not like everyone else but i think mm. i know that i know obviously the issue of making these social movements as trends and stuff but i think there's a chance that somebody from our generation if they maintain the way they think about things if somebody with a brain gets in, and that's a lot to ask because we see what happens with Mr. François Legault and Trudeau, all these guys. I mean, it's a lot to ask for something with Trump. It's a lot to ask for someone with a brain to get in office. But if we can happen to find somebody with like an Obama who is far from perfect, but if we can find somebody who has some wits to them, I think they could seriously put in place and advocate for the educational reform that is required. I don't think it's necessary for everybody to care, and I think it's necessary for everybody to be cognizant of the fact that this is a feasible solution and that this is probably what's going to help the inequality. But unfortunately, a lot of people won't want to wrap their heads around that. And as you said, that comes yeah. down to awareness and understanding and tolerance and a whole bunch of other stuff. So it's a really... It, it, you, you're at negative 10%, as you guys said. It's yeah. a hole that is so hard to dig yourself out of because it seems like the whole... It's not really. It's not as deep as it once was, but it's hard to just get that last thing of dirt over the end of the hole and they up. You know.
4: Mm.
3: Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you this, though. Like, just the fact that, like, even if, let's say, your plan work and we rework the educational system and we invest more money into. Uh, you know, putting some good systems and good schools in the poor areas, or you know, the areas where uh, we know that you know the kids aren't getting the help that they need. Um, even with that, right, their role models are still going to be their drug dealers from the block. They're still going to be their killers. They're still going to be the rappers. It's still going to be the athletes that. Spend their money on chains Watches that don't know how to measure money, the best cars, they're gonna go on TikTok, on social media, they're gonna look at All these videos of their favorite um, Celebrities or influencers That spend their money on that And like, unless we have like These black influencers that be like Yeah, let's like, yeah, invest Your money and stuff, like yeah, we do have them But like, they're not Like, We don't, yeah, but even LeBron, we don't know him We don't know him for that like that like nobody looks at lebron be like, LeBron yeah quite this no guy is
1: obviously He's the best player in the world basketball player right. in the world but I mean, people i mean lebron opened an entire what i'm advocating for is mm-hmm. exactly what lebron james is doing that's he's doing he's what he's got open to do. the shirt Exactly. And LeBron has these commercials, and I think it was LeBron Chris Paul D. Wade Carmelo, if I'm not mistaken, when they had this. I think it was around the Kaepernick time when they had their little speech thing, and they said, We don't need more LeBrons because these kids are not. Like to get into the NBA, you have to have a certain athletic threshold or have an excellent basketball IQ, like a Steve Nash or something. Most guys are never going to make it to pro sports. So when mm-hmm. the sports, and I've seen this firsthand with people from my high school who I was on the basketball team with, as soon as they realize that they're not going to make it in the NBA or whatever, well, they, they kind of, I don't want to say they make nothing of themselves, but they have yeah. no plan B. So yeah. I think. I don't think it's as far-fetched as it seems, perhaps this generation-wise yes, yeah. but in the next 100, yeah. 150 years, yeah, child, it's it takes possible. a lot of time, 5060 years, to make, possible. instead of the trapper the role model, make uh, the, I don't know, the investor, or the successful yeah. black businessman, or the doctor, or the lawyer, or the 100%. architect, or the accountant, it's just, it's the role model they don't have for enough young black money, money They
3: just don't have enough money. Like like we look in the hood and all that and the projects. I mean, whether we like it or not, all this, whether it's, uh, I guess, inequalities or just the living conditions. I I don't even want to say living conditions. Just the whole economic perspective is going to stay in that family. I mean, I was... I mean i don't know i can't speak for all you guys i know trey for sure but like i know for a fact that i was definitely born i was lucky to be born in a family that is uh that has a good economic background that is stable and that is upper Mm. middle class so i could i could i could go to college but all these guys all these people from the poor areas they are not blessed with that chance And I was lucky that you know I have two hardworking parents with my grandparents as well that were hardworking that have the chance to be here where I am right now and have all these stuff and go to school and go to private school my whole life, but it's just that like they might not have the opportunities like I'm just one in the fucking one in a hundred, not even, you know,
1: it's 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 gonna be hard for them to get that budget, you know. That's a very good point, JJ. Because even like American colleges are way exactly more expensive. Exactly, way more expensive than Canadian colleges, right. and perhaps that's what that's what I mean again with the educational reform. That's another reason to advocate <laughs> for that. The fact that everybody, I mean, a basic human right should be the access to education. 100%. Perhaps not the access. Way. But you can't earn your way if you don't have an education. You can't earn your way if you don't have mm-hmm. the base level. And that's obviously what we're asking for. And right. especially as Trace said with, um, how do you say this, um, with the communities already being at a disadvantage and already being in debt, for instance that makes it even more difficult. And I prepared for my CASPER because I'm going to be applying into McGill. And I did my CASPER a couple of days ago, and I was reading the the book for the CASPER. And the CASPER exam is the ethical test that they require for pharmacy, dentistry, medical school, all of those programs. And they said that there's a significant... Um, Different than those who get into, well, this was saying medical school. Um, Those who get in from lower socioeconomic backgrounds to higher socioeconomic backgrounds. So even in Canada, I find that interesting. So it, it's, again, something to keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 100%. That's, uh, important. Good stuff to bring to the, uh, to the table. Definitely. For sure, Definitely. for sure.
0: No, look at it, and it's like, unless there's a major power shift which i don't see happening i don't like i know on a personal level i'm always gonna try to make it better for my people but i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know how
3: yeah i don't see it happening in a while for
0: me i don't know how it's gonna take it take it
3: in
1: take it what are you guys planning on doing after i know sure you want to go to syracuse or one of these one of these american schools but what, what are you guys aiming to do after you're done with school Because seriously, like, I see with you guys your vision and your everything that you guys do. I feel like you guys have the potential to make a serious difference if you guys put yourselves in the right position.
3: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: But it's like if you guys decided to get involved and find some position of influence, I feel like you guys could affect some sort of that change. Because I I, I think there's never such a thing as too much ambition. I think there's such a thing as too much uninhibited ambition. But too much ambition, I mean, I seriously think you guys, if you were in the perfect circumstance to do so, which I guess is not likely to expect, but if you were in the perfect circumstance to do so, I think you guys and many other people who think like you guys have the serious capacity to affect change. So I think it would take more individuals like you guys, somebody like you, to be put in power. And I appreciate is that. It, though. Is it possible? Is it is, is it probable? No. Is it plausible? Yes. So at least there's some reason, if there's a possibility that for change, there's a real possibility for it. Then, if we push for it, then it can happen. Because it's not impossible. It's
0: unlikely. Not for sure, bro. I mean, for me, I definitely plan on sure, bro. keep on still being involved in social movements, even if I move. That's for sure. Um. eventually I want to be a diplomat so I would be kind of affiliated with politics so I'm definitely going to still be doing this. For JJ I can speak, I can't speak for you but I feel like you'd still be involved like obviously um, Yeah for sure Yeah. So for sure. I think we're, we'd still be doing this like even if it even if it weren't for everything we'd still be doing it like I'm still involved in, it, in projects to this day mm-hmm. but some Like I can't lie I can't lie And say that sometimes I don't Not that I don't see the point But sometimes it's just It doesn't pay off You know
1: And I'll never I'll never fully get it Cause I'm not I'm in support I'm definitely in support And I'm willing to do things But I'm not I haven't dedicated My life to this I haven't suffered through this Not nearly As much as Either of you guys So I'll never get it I'll never get mm the fact that you're pushing for it, pushing for it and it seems hopeless. But Trey, if you're a diplomat, I mean there is there's some there's some influence there, there's some hope there. There's some potential to rally people and get them to understand, provided you're not accusatory, but you're genuinely doing what's best. I think I think there's a chance there, no? There's some real influence.
0: No, um I feel like yeah, no, I feel like it's it's a career that works in coalition with what I would be doing, so I should be good, I think. Honestly. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That's hard think? we've been out here
1: for two and a half hours, bro.
0: So that's the topic. Yeah, no, time passes fast on this thing for real. Yo, dead ass. Nah, we almost now nah, we almost done. We almost done. But JJ, I just I just wanna hear you like um like how do you think it's gonna impact your future?
3: Um i i you know like i always want to think about the future and shit like that but like to me it's 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 i don't know it's gonna be hard to see because i mean like as of now right now and i'm like eight I, i just i just turned 18 like last year and it was like yo like even at 18 like we still face some bullshit in the world right now and like we've done so much we've tried to do so much and i feel like people don't listen so like me even in like 10 years or in 20 years uh with no matter what i do in life um shit man I, i don't know man i don't know what the fuck's gonna happen like i feel like there's people are still gonna keep that same mentality because i mean whatever you teach your kids they're gonna keep that same mentality Like, yeah, you could change them, but, I mean, they're still going to keep that same mentality. Um, I haven't seen, like, you know, we can have debates about fucking anything. Like, whether it's, like, simple things that, like, for example, interracial relationships. I mean, like, we don't even want to talk about that. But, like, we still having issues till this day. It's a big discussion. Or having discussions about the N-word, like, come on, like, in 2020, like, really? Or... Any fucking debates regarding regarding race is still a hot topic where it should be everybody's equal, keep it at that, and let's be a whole, let's be a community. But, like, we keep being divided, and I feel like last year, I mean, yeah, it might seem like we might have did a bit of progress. I feel like we divided each other a bit more. Not going to yeah. lie. It's sad, but not going to lie. I feel like we divided each other more because, look, I mean, I feel like it just... The world just brought out the racists and the people that are going to unite with us, united with us. And it's just going to be divided. You got the Trump I wouldn't say Trump supporters, but you got the people that don't believe in Black Lives Matter. And then you got the people that do. And then you got the people that are in the middle. But like, you know, if you're not for it, then you're not, you're, you got to be against it. Kind of, but not really. So it's just... We're stuck in a weird position right now And I don't like it And we're gonna be stuck like this for a while Because social media age Fucked us up And the media And all that Because everybody believes Anything that comes out Whether it's CNN Or Fox News They're gonna believe the news And then They're gonna shift their views And yo know, it just It's just a fucking Bullshit cycle And like We can't really do much about it But what my, How I'm gonna impact this With my life I have no clue What the fuck The future holds So I can't speak right now But I hope that I could Influence as much And try to do my best For the community But We still have a lot to see
0: It is what, Honestly At the end of the day It is what it is And um yep only time will tell if we're right or wrong. Anyways, exactly. I want to move on to something else, something that I actually want to talk. I think I talk about it uh pretty often with Devin off camera. Um the mentality it takes to make it, especially since um you know, you're you're going into pre-med and your guy usually I see uh pretty ambitious, pretty pretty fairly open about his confidence like, you know, literally even the first time I met you, we were playing basketball and like what I remember is that, you know, you always trying to you're always trying to shoot it. You're always trying to like be Steph Curry, like you might miss five, but you're still gonna shoot your six, you know? So mm-hmm. like I think that's something that we really clicked on because we both we both have like the confidence to back up our talk. Right. And um I wanted to go through kinda like um what fuels you? What fuels you like in your studies, in your life? What's um what's something that, you know, What's like your life motto, and.
1: Yep, yeah, just give me a moment, Trick. I'm putting it on what the phone and you're dead. We'll get back to you in one second. Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm here. Uh, do you edit these? Do you cut, do you cut these kind of things out?
0: Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah of, of course. course.
1: Okay, of course. so I guess, I guess when it comes to greatness, like my motivation, I um, what's it called? I made uh, an appearance on the Overcoming Hurdles podcast with my friend uh, Adam Aktaş, who is also a podcast host, a little while ago, and I talked more about my personal stuff there. But I mean, it's um, in short. I used to have a cross eye when I was a kid. I struggled to communicate with people. I was very gifted in certain aspects, but I wasn't athletic. I was on the bench on the basketball team, and mm. obviously, you know that fueled being doubted and drove me to be somebody who harnesses my potential. But when I think about greatness, I mean, first of all, if you want to tap into your full potential, and I'm not an expert because I don't consider myself yet to be great. I mean, there's if I stopped doing anything today and I just lay down and did nothing, I mean, where would I be? I wouldn't be eligible for any special type of career. I wouldn't be able to make any major impact. So there's still more work to do. So I don't like to consider myself that's great, but I think what it takes to get there, I mean, first of all, in train, JJ, both you guys hit this to a fucking key. You guys got this perfect. Decision. Think of it as a Venn diagram, right? You have things that are meaningful to you, things that are meaningful to you, and things that are enjoyable to you. So things you have fun doing and things that mean something to you. Ideally, you have a lot of overlap between those two concepts. So, like, for instance, you guys enjoy, block. you guys are part of Block Squad, you guys like hosting Block Parties, that's something you enjoy doing, And it's also something you think adds value to the community, brings people together. It's fun. You guys both advocates for black lives and social justice. It's something that's meaningful to you. Maybe it's not something you particularly enjoy doing all the time because it's hard. It's hard to deal with these types of problems, but it's meaningful. And then you guys have things you enjoy, such as sports, basketball, football, down bad podcast, obviously touches both. You guys have an excellent overlap between things you enjoy and things that are meaningful. And obviously you want to do things that are not too, too difficult. You don't want to do things that are too, too easy. You want the right – you want to go step by step, and you want to be able to reach – your greatness by doing things that are meaningful and enjoyable and then in that sense I personally don't think at least with me greatness hasn't been achieved and I don't think greatness will be achieved for some time because I always want to accomplish something new I always want to keep going with it you know but I think a sign that you're on the right path and this is why I think all three of us I don't know JJ as well, but I'm assuming so from what I've heard from you for the last two and a half hours, is that you were on an up. In the long term, we're on an yeah. uptick. So the slope is positive. You're going up and you're getting better. So, like, in the past two years, I mean, I've accomplished a decent amount of stuff. I've gotten the grades I've wanted to get until very recently, but we'll talk about that in a moment. I've gotten the grades I want to get. I've become an RFDQ MVP when I was just a loser, unathletic kid early in high school. I was the president of student council, yada, yada, on a long-term uptick. Sometimes I have my downs, but if you're looking at it from year to year, I'm always trending upwards. And I think that's a sign that you're going to achieve greatness or you're headed towards that and you have the wherewithal to do so. Like now, my R score, I mean, I haven't gotten it yet my grades are down. Not not substantially. They're they're still very good grades, but they're down from where and I'm trying to get into pre med. So my grades are slightly down from where they were before. So obviously that's discouraging to and that her my ego and my girlfriend is also going for med and she's also an outside. Um her and I talk about this a lot, a lot, a lot. Maybe a little more than she'd like to talk about it. And it's just that, that overall I know I'm going up. Even though there's sometimes ups and downs here and there. Overall I'm going up. And that's And once you get positive results you just want to keep going you just want to keep going and when you don't when you at those times when there's little dips then that's where your greatness shows you jump out of it you jump out of those holes
4: right Mm.
0: how do you get out from those dips though like how do you would you say that you're someone who responds well to like struggle does it fuel you
1: Yeah. yeah yeah well jumping out of the dips i mean that's the thing of confidence that's as you said like that Steph Curry kind of thing where both you and I when we played basketball the first time I might miss a couple of shots but I'm still going to shoot the next one thinking that I'm going to make it and eventually you're going to make a shot. Once he makes a shot, you build positive momentum. Like Steph Curry, the first two games of the season, I'm not going to say it was trash, but he was underwhelming. The team lost by 20 points, 20 plus points in both games. And then he goes out and drops 62. And now he has his confidence back. Now he's averaging a nice 30. I know he didn't play well last game, but he's going to be back. That's the type of thing you need to get. You just need to keep trying, keep doing it again and again and again. If you know you're that
0: guy, if you know you're that guy, you're going to eventually get
4: back to where you were. Mm.
0: 100%. And what's your what's your Steph Curry type thing? Like for example, me, I know like my best shit is like roasting. I can roast anything anyone anytime. Like you want flames, I got you. But like what's your like Steph Curry level shit? Well, personally for me, um I say I say like until
1: very recently, where my R score doesn't really count for as much because it's fourth semester I'm going into, I'm going to my university applications. It's getting a test back because that's what I care about. I care a lot about my academic performance, so sometimes I won't do well on a test. Well, I'll make sure to do well on the next one. That's exactly what I did, even this semester. Just that I didn't do as well as I expected on the labs because that's detail orientation that I didn't pay attention to, and that's completely on me. But I, for me, for me, it's academic performance. Really, it's anything I do, like. If I'm playing sports, I'll have that mentality. I'm not as competitive in sports because it's not my forte. It's just something I do for fun. But it's overall, it's being it's being the, the overall package. It's being able to put myself in any sphere, in any type of conversation, in any domain, and be a, being able to thrive. Because that's where I personally find value in my life and I personally find I can add value to others if I'm able to be well rounded. So that's another thing. I'm motivated to be a well rounded individual who can add value to society's life as well as my
3: own. Oh, that's what's up, bro. For sure. I would probably say my ability to adapt to sit every, well, not every situation, but most situations, um, whether we're talking about fucking, I could talk about anything if you just, if you just let me know, like, yo, I'll talk about anything. I could, I could, I could talk to anybody in that sense where, oh, this person is feeling sad. Okay. I'll try to make it up to you in a way I'll try to find your spouse or I'll make, I have an ability. I feel like I have an ability to make people comfortable around me where it's like, look, I'm not like, I'm a pretty chill guy. I'm not going to give you too much pressure. Like I know how it feels to be in that position because I used to be a very shy guy and I, I mean I'm not gonna lie and say I never am anymore but you know of course if you put me in situations I might be shy but you know I used to be a very very shy kid and it's like you know what fuels me is that the, is the fact that you know if I don't push at the end of the day then I'm not gonna make it or like I can't let these opportunities slip away because I have in the past and now they're fucking me right now but you know, I still got to push. And that could be also my motivation. Like, I can't let opportunities like this slip away. Uh, gotta make connections and do that. Obviously, for sure, I might be lazy some days. Or I might not feel like doing shit because shit, we're in quarantine and it fucked me. But, you know, I mm. feel like just this whole aspect has got me where I am today. Yeah, and, nah. I to, and I have to thank Trey, too. Shout
0: out Trey for it yo yo you gotta no we gotta keep grinding Mm -hmm. to me and to me i hate seeing people that like don't have an excuse not to be working hard and Mm -hmm. just don't be doing much with their time i'm like bruh do like do better do better Mm -hmm. and i know y'all got some people off the top of my head the moment i say this and i'm just like nah bruh you gotta do better what do you mean like you're only there Mm -hmm. you're only there like no Especially with their it's
1: opportunities, the people, it's the worst seeing people who have so much potential. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. Like I'm not saying anybody specific. I'm not referencing anybody specific, and I think it's important to put yourself in other people's shoes and understand why they might not be achieving things. Because
4: mm.
1: that's another thing to factor in. But if you have the opportunity and the wherewithal to do something, and you don't, and then you don't learn from making that mistake, you're doing nothing, and it's a shame. It's a shame.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep.
0: No, oh, for real, for real, for real. To me, and like you gotta, like, if you know what you want to do, yeah. sac- like, you gotta be willing to sacrifice for it, you know, like, for example, I love doing down bed, that means that I know that most of my Saturdays are gonna be booked, like, Saturday afternoon, it's dead, like, you can't reach me, I'm doing this, I'm out mm-hmm. here, we're recording, around the mic, that's what we gotta do, mm-hmm. like, if I'm doing block the two weeks leading up to block I'm not hanging out with nobody I'm not even I'm not talk. I can't talk to you I can't talk to you I'm too busy I'm I'm traveling I'm getting money for the tickets I'm buying I'm buying furniture I'm getting stuff but like sacrifice doesn't seem like that it's just part of it like it becomes fun to you at some point you're just like nah nah, it just happened like oh I didn't lose $20 it just cost me $20 you know Mm, part
3: of the game 100% right bro like
0: yeah we gotta no it's
3: like I want to go back to, to the point of opportunity it's like I mean I'm not gonna sit here and play the race card and shit like that but like you know as black men to start off with we won't have the same opportunities as as you Devin or as my other white friends or whatever fuck whatever they are you know like it's like I can't I can't just go and you know have the same job opportunities as you like yeah it might even if we have the same cv even if you know we have the same r score he might take you instead of me and i have to live in a world where it's it, like that's how it is or for example like trey i mean look uh if we have for example a very black sounding name i mean we're automatically gonna get discounted because they think we're foreigners or we won't have you know like or we don't they don't think we speak the language or some shit like that where it's like damn like we it's just
4: it just
3: makes us straight and i and i made a realization like earlier not early like maybe later this year when i found out that like i wasn't gonna get employed because of how i look and because of my hair you know it's sad it's stuff like that where it's like, damn, because I cried that day because I was like, yo, I, it's gonna get worse, but I gotta keep pushing because if I don't, then shit, I'm gonna be weak and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a shit, I'm, I'm gonna lose. You feel me? But- no,
0: nah, for real, like, I look at every opportunity as if like, yo, I need to shoot this and I better not miss because I don't know what I got next, you know especially now like if i'm grown if i'm like in my 30s okay fair enough but i'm 18 i don't know when i'm getting my next opportunity like you know i look i look at shit like the stock market you know um when the economy was crashing i took my crb money and i was like okay this is an opportunity for me to get free money to put in the stock market you know because i'm like yo you're giving me this i don't need that much like i'll take i'll take a slice to pay rent and then the rest yo I'm throwing that shit in. I don't need it. I'm throwing that shit inside. Why? Because I don't know when the next opportunity is going to come, you know? Yo, Apple split in August. I was so fucking happy. I was like, I don't know when it's going to be in my price range again. But it was. So I got it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I really shoot in a way that I'm like, nah, I don't know when the next thing's going to come. Don't, like, skip on something just because you're like, oh, well, you know, who knows? It might come next week. You don't know that. You might not even be here next week, you know? So to me, it's like, you gotta, you gotta shoot, especially like as JJ said. Like again, as a black man, I don't know when I'm getting that shot again. So you best believe I'm shooting that motherfucker. So yeah,
3: for sure, bro. That's
0: how it is. And even for you, I feel like that's that's something that you you carry yourself with. Like you, you're not afraid to like shoot your shot and to go all in when you're in something for sure.
1: Oh, absolutely, and it's a winner learns for me because the way I could. I didn't go to French high school. I went to English high school. So the way it is when I'm applying to pre-med is that I have a seven I think I'm going to get an interview. I'm not it's not it's never guaranteed.
2: I was talking about pre-med, right? Like my girlfriend and I are both applying. We both have very good our scores. We both we both have very good chance extracurriculars all of that. But she went to French high school. So she has four schools that she can go to. She has McGill, Université de Montréal, Université de Laval, University of hook I think those are the four that. Uh, yeah, those are the four. I only have McGill, so I have a seventy out of three hundred chance in getting in, whereas she has almost a fifty percent chance of getting in. So, mm-hmm. for me, if I'm confident in myself. I'm confident in my ability to do an interview. I'm confident in my ability to get an interview. I'm good with that. But the reality is, even if I'm confident, seventy out of three hundred is a gamble. And but I'm confident i'll give myself a 50 or 60 percent chance of getting in that's still only a 50 or 60 percent chance of getting in and i have to mm. look at it to the point where I'm not losing if i don't get in but I'm going to have to do other things and create other opportunities for myself because I'm obviously going to have to go for a bachelor's degree, and I'm fine with that. I'll find something I'm passionate about. I'll learn about it. I'll do my best in it. But during that Mm -hmm. time period, I don't want to be wasting my time. So instead of saying, oh, I lost, I didn't get into a program that accepts 70 out of 300 people, which is a realistic possibility, I'm going to tell myself, okay, I better make something out of the two extra years that I would be wasting here and make something out of myself. So I don't know if that involves an entrepreneurial venture. I don't know if that involves uh, starting SparkPod again. I don't know what it involves. I haven't thought about it that deeply yet, but it's winner learn. And I think that's that growth mindset that all three of us have, and that's the growth mindset that all three of us need to have in order to get to where we want to go and hopefully even get
0: beyond that. 100%. That's for good. sure, for sure. I feel like, yeah, like anybody listening, as he as said... Win or learn win or, win or learn Like take your gambles And if you don't get them Yo pivot Always pivot Always pivot You know for Focus sure. Focus on Focus on something else Or like stay in the re- Restructure Restructure And then come back And take what's yours You know That's That's how I see it That's how I see it always Can't,
3: can't waste opportunities man Can't waste your opportunities bro
0: yeah. For sure. and ma- yeah And make sure to look For your opportunities everywhere Cause you never know When they come You really never do yeah. Alright, yo, I want to hit you Actually, speaking of opportunities that we never know when they come um, <laughs> Pretty soon, actually I think our next guest After you or something like that Is like the craziest stories of like Opportunity comes in the weirdest places Honestly I mean, even you Like, shit We met at a YMCA So it's kind of an opportunity comes in the weirdest places too <laughs> When you think about it Shout out to shout out to Mahian for that, by the way.
2: Just that. Shout out to Mahian. Haven't seen that guy in a minute, but that's my guy. That's my guy. Yo, me neither, but I love him. <laughs> this guy, this guy's hilarious. I love this dude with all my heart. That, that was so a blessed nah, day. That was fun. I can't wait nah, to hoop again. Can't wait nice. till this is all over.
0: For real, for real. Nah, we need to run it back. We need to run it back for sure.
2: Well, I might be a little bit rusty. I haven't played since the summer, but um, we should be fine. We should be fine. Let me you get, get a played. couple of jump shots. I'll be Steph Curry again. Same, same. Yo, no, I'll be I'll
0: be Draymond Green. <laughs>
2: Draymond Green, but you take over in the post.
0: Basically, basically. I know this is the part that I've been I mean, waiting for. I'm trying to. This is the part where I'm gonna get you in trouble. I feel like you're gonna have to answer some questions for this, cause um, recently recently you got in a relationship or you know our resident bachelor earliest used to be a fuck boy is now cuffed so we trying to know what happened <laughs> what happened how did you get cuffed, what, how did you get cuffed? <laughs> what does it take hey first of all i was not a fuck boy i mean i had the
2: fuck boy look but i was focused on my grind i was focused on school but stop the cap what happened what happened what happened is i have a friend it. and she's Brother. friends with my current girlfriend like she's one of my She's one of my closest closest friends and she mm. kept talking to me about this girl. who's not my girlfriend She kept talking to me. Oh, she's just like you. She's well-rounded. She's cute. She's smart She's this she's that and she showed me pictures of her. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm interested. This is this 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 is this, this <laughs> is compelling I like this um, So on rate my teachers Dawson. Yeah rate my teachers Dawson I knew that uh, she cuz I was considering taking a class and she already took uh, the same teacher So I hit her in the DMs and I was like, okay How do you feel about this teacher? Like they have Facebook Messenger DMs. How do you feel about this teacher? Um, Is he an easy grader? Am I going to be able to get a nice grade in it? And then after I hit her with the, oh, by the way, I've heard a lot about you from her friend. And mm. that makes us, I, I said something along those lines, so we're buddies right away. And then we just start casually talking, talking, talking. I snag her Snapchat. I snag her Instagram. I get to see her in person. I get to see her person again. I ran to her neighborhood because I like to run. I'm, I'm a, I was a track athlete in high school. That was, that was my main sport. Um, so I ran. I ran to her area. And then after that... October 3rd, what do you know? Cut. Easy money. And uh, I couldn't be any happier. I couldn't be any What's happier with everything that's gone down in the past few months. It's a lot. Like, being in a relationship, I haven't had a major argument with my girl. I don't know if, Trey, you have. JJ, I don't even know if you have a girl. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I don't. I'm not gonna... But it's not all sunshines and rainbows. But her and I, personally, we don't fight or argue. But I find that being with her, especially because she's so much of a reflection in a mirror image of myself, like... She has the same goals as me. She has the same aspirations as me and a lot of the time she does better and I'm competitive I don't like it when people do better than me at the things I care about I don't like it when even my closest friends. I don't like it when they do better than me, but that's a flaw I've recognized in myself being with my girlfriend like It's something that I've realized that I have to work on and that's self-improvement rather than constantly comparing myself to everybody Like, I like to tell myself it's like that Michael Jordan thing. I took it personal, but and it's good to take it personal sometimes because Steph Curry took Damian Lillard's slights personal and dropped 62. It's good sometimes, (laughs) but especially during the pandemic, I've taken all of this stuff personal. And I think that's part of the reason why I'm kind of seeing a dip at the moment. But overall, being in this relationship, I mean, it's helped me recognize my flaws. And I think that's what's going to help me grow. And I couldn't be any happier, any more grateful for it.
0: Is that what she told you to say?
2: No, not at all. I genuinely... I, I plan to say that.
3: <laughs> I'm happy for you, bro. That's what's up, man. <laughs> Respect,
2: Yo, man.
0: No, nah, no, nah, That's what's up. That's what's up. For real. And, like, I, I don't know her that much, but from what I see, she seems like a really good person. She's, like, involved in a bunch of stuff. Knows all the right... Knows all the right people somehow, which is pretty cool for you. And, yeah. I feel like the way that, like, you're like, oh, I don't like seeing people do better than me. Like, do you feel like with her, it kind of, like she's like the exception where you go like yo nah like i'm like oh shit you did better like nah we did better you know
2: i want to look at it that way and i tell her this i tell her this i want to look at it that way because i know that's what's best for me that's what's best for you that's what's best for the relationship i want to look at it that way (laughs) but i'm wired so competitively that it's going to require a little bit more growth but the important thing is that I Mm. communicate that with her. I don't keep that all inside. I don't hold resentment. I don't hold any of that stuff. I communicate about it with her so we can work on it and grow together. But is it an exception? I don't know. I want it to be an exception. That's my goal. Mm. That's one of my New Year's resolutions. But at the moment, I mean, I still have a little bit of work to do. And that's why I say I haven't achieved greatness yet because there's still more to do. Mm.
0: So do you so, like... so you're officially retired. You're not you're not for the streets anymore. Yeah,
2: I am not for the streets. The streets the streets can go. The streets can go. I'm retired. Hopefully I'm the retired. I'm retired go, for man. as long as possible.
0: That's good, so man. I guess so I guess we're not gonna be comparing girls in the locker rooms anymore, then. Yeah?
2: Damn. <laughs> maybe maybe celebrities. Maybe celebrities. I'll ask I'll ask for the per, I'll I'll ask for some permission. But hey, aren't you
0: cuffed too? Huh? Aren't hmm. you cuffed as well, Shane? Hmm. Yo, my no, I my relationship ended recently. Unfortunately. I'm Mm. I'm out. No, no. Nah, just like different just different goals. He's joining me. We were looking we were looking for different things. I was trying to grow the person was staying there. So you know. I still I still have I still have a lot of love for that person, but it's just like, you know, I gotta fly. So Yeah, Yeah. I got you. I got you. He's joining me in the (laughs) streets.
2: oh man, no I guess I guess we're well I mean, I'll be there to talk about girls in the locker room. I'll be there, but that's uh you and you and Mahien can do that. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what to do. we now. all can do that. JJ if we nah, ever nah, get to hoot nah, together, y'all nah. do we all I'm do, just, do the I'm just saying she all, gotta be special, special to have comments. cuffed you.
0: She gotta be sure special to, sure to have, have cuff you cause you were the one who was like I'm getting the news and I'm dip dipping. Hey yo, cause that's 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 usually my achievement mentality, but
2: Again, JJ, when I see an opportunity, I gotta pounce on it. Trust me, I'm not getting anything better than this. I'll tell you that I am not getting it. It is impossible. It is humanly impossible for me to get any better than this.
0: Word up! I'm telling you, I'm not gonna let you in on uh,
2: the secrets, but uh, it's good stuff.
0: I respect that. (laughs) Bet, bet. Yo, look, if you, yo, my, my guy, my guy. If, if she, if she give, if she put it down, bro, that's a dub. Sure. That's a, you can't complain. For sure. You cannot oh, yeah. complain. No complaints at all. She got
2: everything. Everything I need. So I, I hope. I hope Glee. I think highly of myself. But I hope I'm enough to provide for her. Like that's how highly I think of her, even in comparison to me. I hope I'm Damn. enough and I'm gonna make sure I'm enough.
0: Damn. Yo, 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 my god, my god, <laughs> work on that tongue game. That's all I'm talking that's all I gotta say. <laughs> I don't know man, We're-
2: I feel like we I feel like we <laughs> Huh? <laughs> no that's 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 not the issue here that's that's not the issue here the issue here is my personality it's not the it's not the it's not the game the game the game is solid.
0: all right okay 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 right, the game's solid it's we awkward. got that <laughs> bad, bad, bad. <laughs> okay i see you i see you jj why are you laughing out here say some
3: I'm I'm happy for him. Like I said, bro, he seems so happy and like he's talking so like so highly of her. So I'm like, yo, yeah. For I mean, really, hopefully, yeah, I find, hopefully, I no the hopefully I find. He's Hopefully I find the wifey quality. Hopefully I'll find the wifey material one day. But to me, right now, I just I just yeah, it's just it's just not working out right now for me. In terms of dating it's COVID, now, man, i just like, not ready. Yeah, just... a
2: couple like people people I've talked to who really want relationships they're struggling right now. People who yeah. need them. I'm not going to get into details. People who need them, they're struggling right now because it's, ha- it's impossible serious. if I found her during the pandemic because I used rape my teachers, but nobody's going to do that. That's just a very right. arbitrary case. But like, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's unfortunate. Yeah. You're going to have to wait. Who knows? Yeah. Five, six months. But yo, as you said, when that opportunity comes... Let's go It's it's money time JJ It's money time Yo.
3: Right But I'm gonna take that With a grain of salt Because like I said I'm not out here saying like Oh I'm looking for a relationship Like I'm not trying to Nah I,
0: I'm gonna just JJ, just say you're trying to fuck
4: yeah, yo, I'm look for what
3: fuck. you got to look no, for, but, there's no, There's no shame in the game then, There's no shame Even then, like, I can't just yo, be no like shame. You know what? I'm not looking for a relationship Fuck, like, I don't want a relationship at all And then, like, I come against the I, I see the wifey quality girl And I'm like, nah
0: Girls, what he's trying nah. to say is He's trying to fucking dip What's up?
2: Hey, okay. if you find a girl that's wifey material, and she that's cares okay. about you enough, and she wants you enough, and watches this entire yeah. podcast, and she finds out that you're trying to fucking dip, yo, you're in big trouble, bro. Because if she's willing to go through three hours of down bad podcast, and then she finds out you're trying to but that's let's get I'm out saying. of here, we we got a problem. We got that's a problem. What, JJ. I'm not just
3: trying to say I'm trying to fuck. Because I'm just nah, saying bro, like, No, like, but bro,
0: like, like, they, they if, haven't shown me. If we're being me, honest, they haven't If shown we're being me, honest, it's not cuffing. Cuffing season passed. The draft has been gone. Yo, we in the playoffs already Now is not the time to add someone new I'm just saying Yeah, and I missed the playoffs this year
2: The playoffs? Yo, um, <laughs> what playoffs? They missed, the, There's nothing they missed the playoffs you can't find a shorty they, right now <laughs> For real
3: They missed the playoffs Bro, you already won nah, the yo. championship You straight I'm just saying I ain't even bro, They ain't even make the playoffs yet
2: No, nah, but Trey, Trey I, I think Trey got the number one draft pick though I think I think Trey took a big L he, he has the number one draft pick we'll, He's gonna, he's we'll gonna go off when, when we'll the draft see. comes
1: around
0: Whenever the we'll pandemic see. ends Nah, Listen. I'm good. I'm good, bro. Nah, like honestly, honestly like even the way you describe it, like unless I go on LinkedIn to top off your rate my teacher's <laughs> girlfriend, bro. I don't even know how that's going to happen cuz right mm-hmm. now I'm in the mindset where I'm like, yo, I'm about to go I'm about to go to college or university, however you all call it. And I just got out of a relationship where like I learned a lot about myself in the in the sense that like I really should have gone on Rate My Teachers because I'm like, shit, I need somebody who got my ambition. You feel me? <laughs> like, mm. now I'm mad because I'm like, shit, I never thought about that shit. That's smart as fuck. So, yeah. Mm. Like, long term, oh, no, I got I was already planning
2: it, but... on pursuing that exact person at some point in time. It's just that I saw her on Rate My Teachers. I was like, yeah, that's my opportunity. That's my get in. Let's take a mm. risk. Let's get it in. I mean, mm. otherwise, my friend was going to find a time to set it up anyways. I mean, I don't know if I would have yeah. set it up in the same way because I kind of carried the load and I didn't I didn't get carried. But I mean, I could have let myself get carried and probably still ended up at the same
1: conclusion.
0: I got a question yeah, for yeah, you. Yo. Shout out shout out to your friend. Shout out to your friend for for setting that up too, eh? Yeah, oh, yeah, for a, sure. I got a question for sure you. Was,
1: thank
0: she, was she
3: interested though when you just first started talking or was she like...
0: To,
2: actually, I mean, we talked implicitly mm. about stuff, but like never mm. about her and I. She told me about... Mm. Herself and I told her about mm. myself, but we never mm. talked about her and I but this, this October 3rd, um, I went to her I went to her neighborhood She lives near uh, the Rockland right. Center and I brought flowers. and That's when she knew obviously yeah. Okay, then we get to a bench. Um, we walk uh, Where that is we walked back on Rockland and then after that Things just went down because I knew because I already knew right. she was gonna say yes. I was told by my friend so,
4: right. okay, so well, but she was, beforehand been, there wasn't really much talking about. we shout tight. out to
2: that friend. Shout out to that friend. Yo, she's an OG. She is an OG.
3: No, that's because I could I can't talk about female friends doing that they're doing the same
0: for me. No, nah, no. Nah, I feel like every guy every guy Yo, needs Like that, now all my other male friends are asking my girl bro. as well
2: as her friend yeah. to set them up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. No, now you owe her friend. Now you owe her friend. For sure. For sure. So Nah you got that You got that You got that Anyways yo You got You got something to tell Your girlfriend on the pod Right now Do I get something to tell My girlfriend on the
2: pod Um If you're listening to this If you've made it to three hours She hates podcasts I, I Cause I'm a huge advocate <laughs>
0: Yo, I that's podcasts.
2: I think podcasts are the yeah, future. I think podcasts are great. I I hosted one. I've guested on three of them. I've watched yours. I've enjoyed yours. I've enjoyed being on yours. It's great stuff. I don't think she watched it. I don't think she'll watch it. But if she does, I love you. I appreciate you. I hope uh, you don't get. To, I I didn't. I made sure to spare the details as you asked. So I hope um, you take this as a positive thing. And I love you. Here we go.
0: Great. Hey, that's what's up. That's cute, but now that we know that she's not listening, we try to know how often are you? <laughs> 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 yo, to
4: be
2: to be honest, to be honest, this curfew is scaring me, bro. Like I might have to pull up to her crib at like 10:30 in the morning if I don't want to get in trouble. For real? real. Yo, it, t- it takes some time. It
0: takes some time. Nah, man. Yo, you gotta hit the marathon. Yo, yo, yo. do not waste your time if there's a curfew. Oh yeah, I know. I know.
2: Well, I mean, yo, good things I don't know if you got good things take time to marinate, man. Good t- I, hear you. Like you gotta, I hear you. It's like you got to you don't only if you want some game chicken, time, you gonna have to the cut chicken, the steady You dip time. it. You, you you let it sit in the fridge for a little while. You let it soft boil in the oven. You you leave it for a little while, you know. Good things take time to come. So it's hard. It's hard bro, to it's hard, I mean, it's okay, Wait, hold on. but it's hard to make it the great experience that it should be when you're uh Bro, are you talking
0: about are we talking about sex or cooking? I'm confused now.
2: That's up to you to interpret. I think that could be applied to anything in life. You guys you guys look at it how you guys want to look at it.
0: Bet, bet. <laughs> I we're going to leave that to the viewers. We're going to leave that to the viewers. Anyways, yo, it's been it's that has been 3 hours, but yo, this's been a great podcast. I've been waiting I've been waiting to do this since basically the time we started this.